This is the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. <laughs> Thanks for listening all up in your car. YouTube Live is where we are. Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host, by the way. They sorta call me Gabe on the mic every booze day. Oops, I meant Tuesday. Though really, who's to say? I think it's about time to press play. Go. You know, uh, all the people watching, they they like to kind of go back. You know, retroactively look and say, what were we talking about on the open bar that evening? So, Absolutely. yeah, whenever you whenever you can uh, get that going, bud. Um, we'll, we'll wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah live um we could have we, we typically do like a little live google doc right next to the video of the open bar that just kind of like <laughs> it's like the uh the, the typer in the, um what, what are the what do you call the typer in the courtroom oh yeah yeah mm. good job what? this is the, this is the new new guest uh rookie hazing i see this is i love it this is a, what are you talking this about this is no hazing we we demand a show sheet <laughs> this yeah, is bring us the show <laughs> sheet or you can just go to bed right now that's what this is liver good but to punch you square in the liver bad is what i'm about to do <laughs> your liver bad <laughs> i'm sorry let me call that, that one before let me calm down <laughs> If nothing else, I'm original, Ryan. 100. Yeah, but it original. sounds better when J. Mike says it. It does. That's true. Very true. My goodness, this liver good, baby. Tonight uh, on the open bar, it's got to feel real good, Ryan. I don't know if you realize this, but I did press that teensy eensy little live button. So uh, don't say anything about my mom uh, or your mom or anyone's <laughs> mother. It's. Uh, Definitely something that's not allowed as far as on the show sheet and, and things related to that. Uh, and, yeah, anyways, we're live, man. Hey, hey. Hey. Ah, it's the open bar. It's Tuesday. It's 930 Eastern. Eh, a little late tonight. You know, we we're just looking for you know, a good opportunity to uh, find something funny that Madman could say, but I just couldn't <laughs> quite hit the button. <laughs> Yeah, that, nice. It's on the premise that Madman has funny things to say. <laughs> right. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I found out on Dynasty Game Night that I'm really not that sharp or quick anymore, though. I always I, I needed extra time to come up with answers, so I didn't get any of the answers right. I think I got I finished with like negative points or something. <laughs> I was like, this needs to be like a college exam where I can take up all the time and turn my test in last. I'm like, this isn't fair. I'm never gonna. Yeah, you went it. on. You went on game night, and you left with negative points. So not even yeah. like. Hey, I might have had one. I mean, it was it was brutal. I came in last place, and of course, Bosch crushed crushed everyone. Almost like he had all the answers in advance. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, yeah. indictment! Not, I'm not throwing that out there. To yeah, I don't want to indict this guy on that, but yeah, it's sketchy. Yeah. You got that on the show sketchy. sheet, Ryan. <laughs> Okay, Bosch is sketchy. Got it. Okay. <laughs> well, he's got all these tricky John. rules, and I just wonder, you know what? Uh, yeah. Um, you'd think with with all of the things he has to maintain throughout all the leagues that he's taking care of, that he just has like an easy button to, to where he can just manipulate and win everything. You'd think. You'd think, right? I think so. He's got uh, something in those... He's got something behind those spreadsheets. I haven't figured Anybody it out, ever but... read those bylaws? I don't think so. <laughs> it's <too> hard. <laughs> the problem is if you don't, he'll hit you with the Dwight Schrute, know your rules, Jeff. I know. And you, will, 
you will see that on repeat in your nightmares. It's it's actually kind of scary. It's funny. I always ask him, and I'm in a bunch of his leagues now. I always ask him, like, wait a second. So how did I don't really read them because I feel like I read them and I get further confused. So I just ask him to explain something to me because it's you know it's quicker. I don't have time to read all that stuff during the day. I always feel bad with him though, particularly because I know that he's answering these exact questions for <laughs> seventy-eight other people yeah, yeah. on you know Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I, I I like try for a while. Like I can I can find this on my own. Like it's 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 kind of a like you know in this day and age you can always Google or YouTube how to do something and like it's not out there, Bosh. Like we need some. You should have made these tutorials or maybe someone (laughs) needs to make tutorials for Bosch who actually understands what the hell is going on in any of his leagues. So, um, yeah, shout out to Bosch. Um, whatever his handle is, used to be empire FFL. What is it? John Bosch FF or something. He's cool. Yeah. He's corporate now at John Bosch FF. He's corporate. He's corporate. Uh, Those were the days. Uh, J Mike, my dude, how are you? Hey, man, fantastic to see your face as always, Gabe, uh, my brother from another mother. Uh, we don't to, know that to yet. Get to the, to, <laughs> we don't know uh, that yet. <laughs> what happened was Papa was a rolling stone. <laughs> he uh, was, for sure. <laughs> the, to, to get to the discussion, the discussion that everyone is looking forward to this evening, uh, draft lottery, NBA, um, right? Jer- we brought Jeremy on specifically tonight. <laughs> As big of an NBA fan as he is, that is not uh, true. <laughs> no, man, I'm I'm glad to be here. I'm glad for the group that we have. Uh, a couple of folks who have joined us before, uh, and then we have a noob, uh, someone that I'm excited to be able to chop it up with because I enjoy what he does. So uh, this is a fun group. I'm excited for tonight. Oh, and Gabe, mm. uh, as as some may have saw already, if you're listening to this as the live show, um, and and you're watching us on YouTube. 9.30 p.m. Eastern, never late, mm-hmm. always on time. Uh, we we love to we love to be able to give away a shirt or two today uh, on the show. You guys are Can part of a one? momentous occasion. Yeah, I was gonna say, should we uh, you know uninvite these three so they can have a <laughs> yeah, shot? I mean, yeah, no, the chat if it gets we'll, me a chance uh, to get a shirt, I'm dropping right? out of this call right yeah. now. Yeah, later. I don't know if we thought this through. Yeah, I don't know either, but uh, we'll, we'll wing it. Uh, it's, it's likely what we do. Uh, but uh, one way uh, that I thought that we'd be able to give out a shirt uh, is that uh, for everyone who's currently in the live chat, uh, shoot us a uh, shoot us a a retweet. Uh, Gabe has put an actual tweet on Twitter uh, shouting out the live show. Uh, if you give us a retweet, anyone gives us a retweet. Uh, I will put you in the running for uh, a random. I'll, I'll number everyone off. I'll get a random number generator, and whomever's number gets pulled for that, uh, of all the folks that retweet Gabe's tweet for the show, um, we will shout out. Uh, shout out ourselves. Oh, no, we will not bring the bingo. Come on, come on. No it's lottery game. night, so man. <laughs> <laughs> come on. You know what? We can assign it to twenty-five people, right? Right. <laughs> Right, because you only have to pull one. You're right. That's what we'll do. That's exactly what we'll do. Retweet the show. You'll get a, sh- a shirt of your choice. Uh, you can nice. DM me your size. DM me the shirt that you like. Uh, shout out to Trade Addicts, obviously. the the And I'll get to the introductions here in a minute, so I'm sorry, Gabe. But um, they, they 
pioneered the way with the whole store envy thing. Uh, we've jumped on with store envy. So it's the open bar. Uh, I'm actually going to screw this up and I have it pulled up right here. The open bar dot store dot com. Uh, you can choose whatever shirt you want, your size, and we'll, we'll get it to you uh, at free of charge. Uh, so, yes, let's do that, Gabe. Does that work for you? Absolutely. Speaking Wonderful. of our store, there's probably something weird on our store currently, J. Mike. I uh, don't think I mentioned that to you. You did not <laughs> something weird. What? Okay. Uh, I just it up and I'm nervous now. It? I don't know where this came from. This one, which, uh, which one of these is not like the other? <laughs> did you see it? Uh, yes. Which one of these okay. just doesn't belong? Yes. Yeah. I, I, All right. I, you I, see it? It pops out more than most. Okay. So we. <laughs> Long story short, we were uh, uh, there's probably going to be a lot of questions after this. So, <laughs> we were having a um, bachelorette fantasy draft, and um, with my home league guys, and basically we do a bachelorette fantasy league to determine the order of our real fantasy football league come August. Um, I always have to get on all of my league mates to because I'm the commission. I have to do this stupid <laughs> bachelorette draft. Now these guys draft all, all the, the bachelors and I have to get on them countless times. Um, and I was texting one of my good buddies about it. And uh, he he was trying to, you know, say that, like, you know, this doesn't matter. We were just kind of going back and forth about how it doesn't matter. And I was like, no, yeah, it does and it doesn't matter. And I was like, actually, a matter of fact, stupid shit matters. And uh, <laughs> so I just kind of took point. that and ran with it. And he was like, that needs to be on a poster. And then so I, I wanted to make a point. It was Saturday evening. I was having a beverage and I was like, I'm just going to make a poster and I'm going to see if he buys it. <laughs> and so I just put together a dumb poster that says stupid shit matters on the open bar. Uh, dot store envy dot com. So if you want that great. poster, I love store envy. Uh, feel free to swing on that. Um, J. Mike, you were saying? I've got nothing, dude. I've got. <laughs> let let let's see who we've got with us. How about All that? Right. I've, I've got. I'm... Yeah, we've got three people tonight. We'll start with the newbity noobs. Um, Ryan Liver Good got that good good. He's Michael Jackson bad. How you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? This is great. There are four other big personalities on this show, so I'm going to try to do my best to hang with you guys. So I'm looking forward to it. That possibly cannot be true. <laughs> See what I and, and I'm following up. So, so I'm one of the fancy Joes. Trey Barrett was on the show, and he was on a, a pretty maybe uh, uh, kind of famous show that you guys did because you had uh, – is it was it Hot Takes Frank? What's Frank's Twitter handle? And he was just dropping these – Crazy hot take. So that's going to be a, a tough act to follow in terms of following Trey Barrett. So I'm going to kind of do my best. Well, you that are was, the that was a person to do yeah. a live update of the show sheet. Yeah. So that's <laughs> unique. That, that puts you out there. That's your job. That's, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Shout out to Fuego um, Frank. He's actually in the chat. What up, Frank? Hey. Uh, at HH underscore Fuego Takes, which should say Fuego Takes mm. for his Italian roots, but whatever. You know, tomato, tomato, whatever. We forgive him. Uh, next we? guest. Well, okay. Next guest. Um, a second time, Jeremy. Is this your second time? Yes. Yeah. The first time actually was last. Um, I think it was December because it was right after we recorded our first episode for Dynasty Trades HQ. Um, literally like the same week, I think, and that was seventy-five episodes ago now. So thanks for having me back. Not on the. Not the. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Not the open bar. I was like, no way, J Mike. Have we done that? 
Uh, 75 episodes? What? <laughs> and also, I was like, since December? <laughs> Last year, yeah. Uh, December, yeah. Sorry, December 2017. So that's 17, yeah. 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 So oh, it's, it's been, been similar, but Yeah, it's been a long time. And I do listen to the to the show. I don't always tune into uh, YouTube Live, but um, yeah, you guys do a great thing. Everybody loves you guys. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I see tweets and retweets, and people love to come on your show. Um, you're kind of like the late show hosts of um, the fantasy football world. <laughs> like everybody loves those. That's what I'm, that's my point. Did that not get through? I mean, did that no, not I, come? That that's I, the message I was trying to get out there. I get it. I hope I hope that the content is still, you know, relatively okay because I know that people some people hate on the late night shows for, you know, the <laughs> they have the best green they bring, you know. I I some people might see us as, you know, the Jimmy Fallon cracking an egg on the the guest's head. Uh or is it going to be a hard-boiled egg, you know? Uh, you just are we playing know. that game here? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah. No, I appreciate. Hey, I appreciate that, and uh, we're happy to have you on, Madman. Cheers. Um, absolutely. Outhouse. Sup. She's a out. House. Hey, I am mighty. I'm not sure what that music video would look like, but I don't know. We need to do that. Uh, I've been calling for Gabe uh, albums. For a while now. I mean, music videos, clearly that should happen, but full on Gabe music album. I think that needs to happen. And mm -hmm. hey, man, if uh, Outhouse it ends up on there, I mean, I wouldn't. You have the rights if you'd like it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He's you, got the greatest hits already, already going you around. You already got a feature, bro. You already got a feature with the intro just recently. Of course you're on there. Oh, man. Dude, if. If you listen to my show or not, and I don't know why my giant face isn't popping up while I'm talking, I hope you guys can actually hear me. I see your big um, face. And we see your okay. face. Okay, good. Then it's just me that doesn't get to see my big face. I'm fine with that. Um, if Even if you don't listen to the Trade Addicts pod, just go listen to the first minute and a half, and you will hear the greatest minute and a half of your life of Gabe's new opening for the Trade Addicts pod. It is... I don't know. Fire is not enough. <laughs> of a phrase i mean the kids say lit but i still don't i mean i don't really know what that means i know i refuse to say that too <laughs> i'll say so, that it's tough i believe you i think that's probably a great opening I, I i'm sure it's one of the best but he just did one for best ball manual and um it's hilarious awesome groovy i dig it like it's so many things all at once uh, i don't even know how to describe it i don't have the vernacular right here I don't have you the know. vernacular, but I'm serious. You know, start another, uh, join another league. Nah, best ball. It's the best, best ball. I, mean, I don't even know how he comes <laughs> up with this stuff. Like, add another league. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you can keep a straight face the whole time, there's something wrong with you. And then, and then you end up getting into it. Like, oh man, it, genius. It, it's it's truly genius. And I think that's right up there with Dynasty. I mean, with your trades attic, uh, trade trade addicts um, intro. It's got to be. We should have a contest. Oh, uh -oh. I feel a Twitter poll coming mm -hmm. on. Uh -oh. I'm saying I'm not. I'm not running that. <laughs> Y'all can have at it, but there's no way that I'm gonna. <laughs> I, I did. I had my um, fun with fast food, and 
that didn't involve me. So <laughs> that was a good one, though. Uh, Next March, I'm pretty sure we already have it. That's that's done. I'm I'm making that happen. The humbling, nonetheless. <laughs> thank 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 both of you for saying those kind words. Appreciate it, Gabe, in the chat, uh, and shout out to everyone in the live chat. Gabe, just a quick heads up before we jump into some other I things. You were saying there was uh, a Gabe in the chat. I was like, who? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Who was impersonating me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and obviously, shout out to everybody. Uh, thank you guys for showing us love this evening and being with us. Uh, the the question, not question, was uh, was posed, but just the 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 thought was posed, uh, saying, "Hey, I want Gabe's album," is what Frank said. Uh, and then Ethan Turner, shout out to Ethan, uh, the good doctor, Mister Turner. He says, uh, "I'd pay for a Gabe album." And then the question that I, that I pose is, "Hey, how much though? Put put your money where your keyboard mm. is." How much are you putting up for a bungee classics? You know what I'm saying? The greatest hits volume one. Frank, Fuego Frank, and it's, you'll like this, uh, Ryan. He says, $9.99 plus shipping is my top price. <laughs> <laughs> Big spender. <laughs> Big spender. Uh, I told him, I said, and handling. You can't just be shipping. You also have to pay for it to be handled. Yeah, this has to be one of those late night uh, infomercials uh, <laughs> compilation of your favorite love grooves. Nineteen ninety nine for three set plus shipping and handling. Jay, the you know, Jay Coles. Jay Coles says my album costs ten dollars. That's like two number threes. I mean, that's uh, we've we've done the cheeseburger reference before here, Jay Mike, and that's uh, I don't know, pretty comparable, huh? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's pretty comparable. But then Har upped him, uh, and this uh -oh. is. Uh, now it's an auction. Now it's a John Bosch out. auction. Non-proxy. <laughs> yeah. Non-proxy, exactly. <laughs> he said, I'd pay 15 bucks flat. I like, okay, now we're cooking. Bucks, little man, put that shit in my oh, So it's getting real. If that money uh, doesn't show, then you owe me. Owe me, owe me, owe. That jungle then, The other thing is, I'd pay 30 if he oh, signs oh, it oh, and oh, personalizes it. Ooh, hearty har. Yeah, hearty har har coming in hot. Uh, and then the last thing that we'll say about this, uh, liver good. Th this is this is really what the hazing needs to be right now, because the last time or the first time that we had Trey on and I've known Trey now for three years, we've been in the same league, Kamikaze, in the first dynasty league, the, the Christian McCaffrey rookie season, that all that stuff. Yes. Um, and, and so Trey um, came on and I'm not sure if you heard that episode, Ryan, but he gave us one of the smoothest, just most wonderful. Uh, you know, uh, pickup lines, and you know what I'm saying, but just just for for the ladies specifically, just to to be able to say, hey, this is what it is. This is who I am. I need you to love me for me, uh, and it was fantastic. So what he posed in the chat, he wanted to hear uh, your strongest, your sweetest <laughs> pickup line uh, that that you have in your bones. Please, the floor is yours, Ryan Livergood. That bastard Trey Barrett. I can't believe you did this to me. <laughs> for god's sakes I'm, I'm a geek like like you think i know pickup lines are you serious oh man uh, uh, I, we're waiting I, Ryan. I, can, can i can i can i use a lifeline can i find a friend can i can i ask the chat to help me out <laughs> why am i not even seeing i'm not even seeing the chat right now i don't know what i'm doing wrong here why is yeah chat see ah see? finally a believer there's no chat i like this guy <laughs> seeing it seriously <laughs> oh my hey, god man. but jay mike didn't didn't trey get like pretty much the entire episode to think of a pickup line i got trey i'm like 
Yeah, like I listened to that. The I, I caught the tail end of it live. I, I then I listened to the podcast a couple of days later, and he had like twenty minutes to come up with a pickup line. So I don't think this is fair. <sighs> okay, let let's do this, Ryan. I, I'll I'll throw you a lifeline. We're at the nineteen minute mark. I have um, right. I have a state of the art iPhone five S uh, that I'm going <laughs> to it. Well. Nice. twenty minute timer for. <laughs> okay, twenty Weird minute fresh. timer for on my state of the art iPhone 5S. Uh, right. And at, at, at the <laughs> at, at <laughs> 20 minute timer. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the chat here. Oh, I think you So I'm at, I'm at Roto Librarian. My DMs are open. So help me out, fellas. Come on. I, I, I need some help. See, this is the real rookie hazing, is you trying to find the chat. <laughs> I don't know where to see it. They I can see the group chat right here. And I, oh, my God. This is why we should use Google Hangouts and not Zoom. <laughs> God, I feel lost. Uh, all right, I'll figure this out. Twenty minutes, okay. I'll, I'll do it. Wonderful. We've uh, got twenty more minutes. I'm just <laughs> Was that a oh. pickup line? <laughs> <laughs> I just need two minutes. Okay, not even. That's my pickup line. That works. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's been so long. I'd have to really think like you are right now for a pickup line too. It's hard enough trying to say something sweet to my wife. What did I tell her the other day? Oh, you're my you're my favorite girl. Well, as if I have any more than just her. Um, and then I said it, and I was like, that that's kind of awesome. I just I just made that up. Yeah, you're my favorite girl. Well, you know what? I've talked to some friends of mine that are uh, not married, do not have a girl. And I'm, I'm assuming that you're talking about someone that you're actually married to. <laughs> my wife, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I have no idea. It's not my business. But uh, we, were, we were discussing that no. uh, that you kind of have to um, hit them up in, in the DMs nowadays, in, in oh. Tinder and Bumble or whatever it is. Like you can't, the old fashioned way of, of rolling up to the bar and saying, hello, can I buy you a drink is now like, whoa, creep. What do you have in <laughs> your hand? What are you sleeping, slipping into my it's glass? Drink, yeah. Good grief. And so it's, yeah, t times are changing. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of times are changing. Oh, segways. Yes. Um, obviously, you all have been knee deep into the rookie extravaganza. Elbow deep uh, you, is the joke you, here. <laughs> hey, that too. Whatever you do, you do you. Um, I, I'm I'm really curious. I'm really curious. The because as as everyone has highlighted so far in the community and shout out to everybody who's doing dope work and putting it, putting it on putting it in podcasts articles whatever it may be um everyone recognizes right now that everyone's rookie boards are all over the place right we have a consensus to some degree top 3 to 4 ish right and yeah yeah <laughs> I'm agreeing. I, that was like a really weak agreement, but I am agreeing that the top four kind of fluctuated a tad bit, but it's pretty much the same four guys. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm not arguing okay. with you. You're right. So, so, so let me ask you this: of of anyone in this draft, anyone in this draft, if we fast forward to this time next year, who would you put the house on their value? being less than it is right now. Michael Hardman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. 
I knew I was going to be happy to have you on tonight, Russ. <laughs> love you, Gabe. Love you too, babe. Okay. I love both. I love. I love both of you guys. Oh. <laughs> I, I love lamp. Can I? Can can I can I pose a name? Ryan is Ryan googling pickup lines. Or is he going to try those out at a local yeah. bar? Like, what's going on? Top one hundred pickup lines. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, J. Mike. Continue. No, I, I'm just curious, and we can we can kind of swing this either way. I'm just yeah. curious how we how, how you guys function in terms of. When we're drafting, obviously we want to take players that are good and can help us, but also we don't want assets that will decline after a year, right? That's not really something that that right. we shoot for, right? So exactly, yes, appreciation. Thank you, Jeremy, uh, the sophisticated one of, of this bunch. Right? No, yeah. I, I keep <laughs> I keep looking at these these uh, the, the DLF rookie ADP, and I really something's messing with me. What's that? We've got. TJ Hawkinson currently at seven mm-hmm. and all that I hear people typically talk about are how tight ends don't yeah. set the world on fire in year one. Right. Will, will he even be worth a first next year? Yeah. Well, I mean, look at, look at Gasicki. He, his uh, value declined too. He was a first round pick last year and then, Oh, you know, what's he now? And he's somebody to buy low, I think at this point, but yeah, the, the, the Tight ends that go in the first round, they they don't appreciate generally. Um, you don't see very many George Kittles either that do something their rookie year and then improve from there. It's not it's not standard. That's not what they do. It takes longer to learn that position. So no, you're right. Uh, Fant he might even take longer because he's not getting on the field. Hawkinson's an excellent blocker. I mean, maybe the best in this class, but I mean, he comes to the field ready to play that position and also can catch and do those other things. So you can't discount that. Um, at all, he, you know, you get on the field, you're going to be valuable for that team and fantasy, um, you know, catching some passes. Either of those guys could decline next year easily if they're not getting any action this season. So, yeah, I, I don't want to take them in the first round where they're going. I like them mm-hmm. both, but it's not a great it's not a great strategy to take them when there are other players that are going around the same uh, spot that have a better chance of, you know, success earlier, the wide receivers, uh, even the wide receivers, I mean, and, you know, some of the backs that you might like better. Um, yeah. yeah, but does and anyone in our community at this point? Tight end then, you know? Yeah. Uh, trade for them. I don't know. But does anyone in this community at this point not know the phrase, you know, wait a year for a tight end and try and buy him low whenever someone's yeah. annoyed no, if they're right. not? I mean, I feel like it's so obvious these days that there's no real discount on it, unless... Man, Gasecki, you know, like couldn't see the field. Like, but you, there's less put into Gasecki that was put into Fant and to Hawkinson. Sure. Those sure. dudes are seeing the fields, whether the coach wants them there or not, uh, just because of how much capital they got put into them. But I don't yeah. think anyone's going to be, unless you're super competing and want to try to get that ship, I don't think anybody's going to sell Fant or Hawkinson low at this point. Not now. I, I, especially if you're drafting them in the first. I mean, I don't think uh, Joku or OJ Howard or any of that. I don't think uh, maybe Engram did just because his skyrocketed before it went back down. I mean, I don't think any of those guys' values really dropped much because I think we're, at least as a community, smart enough for that at this point. It's like one of those tropes that just doesn't work anymore because it's cliche at this point. 
So guys drafting them, I mean, owners drafting them highly are probably likely to hang on to them just because they spent that equity. They put that equity into the player in the first round. They're probably going to, and I don't want to say it's a sunk cost because you have to, you have to be patient with these players anyway. I think a lot of fantasy football players, a lot of dynasty owners, <clears throat> excuse me, give up much too early on players. And I'm not saying you should still hold on to Brashad Perriman because you paid a first round pick for him. <laughs> And that that ship may have sailed, although his his values rebounded a little bit. Uh, Kevin White, for instance. But still, you know, you can't just give up on a guy after a season or two. And you, you, so I think a lot of I know I'm hanging on to most of those tight ends. I traded away Ingram recently in a contracts league. It's only because he was twenty two dollars instead of five dollars, like OJ Howard. I had too much money involved in it. Um, but yeah, what if you're going to draft somebody that high? You better have some patience. You don't want to lose on a high pick like that. You want to know what kind of owner you are too. I mean, if you're not a not a patient owner, then then why do it? Because you're gonna you're right. You have to sit on that investment. And so many of us, we're just not patient. I mean, we say we're patient, but then we're competing, and we we decide, oh, I'm a contender. I'm going to trade away my my first round picks next year. So I totally agree. Mm -hmm. it, it depends on you know league settings. It depends on how deep your roster is. And, and yeah, just you have to know yourself as an owner. And if you're patient, great. But if you're not, yeah, hard pass. Yep. All right. How about Miles Sanders when he doesn't become an automatic workhorse? Ooh, talk about it. Talk about it, Russ. Mm. See, no, I like Miles Sanders in general. And I think as time goes on, he'll probably get more and more of the workload just because he's better than anyone else there. But I think right away, Doug Peterson's going to be Doug Peterson. I mean, the dude's not going to magically stop using four running backs per game. And I think people that spent the 103 on him in a 1QB league are just going to get pissed off that they're not getting usable weeks out of him. Yeah, they have and to realize he's he's likely, I mean, he's cut out to be right off the bat a third down back or, you know, a change of pace guy because he of his abilities and can be brought in like that. Howard's on that one-year deal and, you know, is likely to be gone as long as Sanders pans out. But so what if he's just that third down guy this year? He's not going to be delivering like they expect Jacobs to, or even Montgomery. It, yeah. It, the, but still, does that mean that he's never going to be, and maybe not soon, but does, does he never become, um, you know, that three down back? Uh, apparently Peterson did that because he never had a super talented back. Like the best back he, he had was um, Ajayi, Jay Ajayi. Um, it, as far as, you know, well-rounded and talented, I don't know. It could go either way. If Sanders balls out and does a really great job, maybe he gets more playing time. But I wouldn't expect this year for him to be more than just that third down back in that offense. Yeah, so I mean, I think Miles Sanders is definitely the the best running back on that roster currently. But I mean, even with a year ago, they were never really, you know, privy to taking one running back and playing them the whole game. Like it was always yeah. between Ajayi and Clement and Smallwood and Josh Adams and you know, whoever they could throw on the field. And like I said, Sanders much better, but, uh, that they, with, you know, the Howard signing you, it wouldn't be surprising to see a, at least a somewhat similar approach. Yeah. Well, here's my yep. question. Um, has like, there's, I was thinking about this on the car ride home and hoping to bring it up today and I'm going to force it in whether it's part of the conversation or not. I mean, we have two, two arguments this season, even, um, with OJ Howard and now with Miles Sanders, where Arians never uses tight end, Peterson uses four running backs, but they've never had a guy as good as they have now. Right. Is there anyone in the past you guys can think of where, like, we've seen this happen and then the coach went against their 
past because now they have someone that makes them actually go against it. Has yeah, anyone well, who's like, Gronkowski? Well, how though? I mean, uh, well, because I think before then he was accustomed to using an H back, which was Hernandez's position. He wasn't in line both right of end. them. And yeah, but everybody, I think at the time, I remember I owned a lot of Hernandez because of the the spot that he played and them flexing him out and moving him around so much. He was he was the the tight end to own, and I I got you know huge value out of that until it, he became this terrible person that yeah, did bad yeah. things. But I mean, I'm, and that might not be the best example, but that came to mind because everybody, you know, looks at Gronkowski as one of the best, if not the best ever, and Belichick created him. And But before that, did Belichick use the tight end position like that? I know he did, but he yeah. used that position. But, but also Belichick's not fair Gronk? because yeah, he's the one you. smart dude in the league. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you asked. To be. That's right. Just <laughs> one, one outlier. I asked for a better example. Okay, a, a better one. <laughs> A better one. Yeah, it happens though, but you're right. It it can set the tone when you have a player that gives you the ability to do those things. Um, you know, it, it really does. Um what do you guys it, think? Yeah, what do you guys think happens to the value of Miles Sanders? Because I think Jordan Howard is a good fit for that Philadelphia Philadelphia offense. Yeah. I think he's gonna have a decent year. I think he's gonna vulture touchdowns at the goal line. And so I don't think Miles Sanders is gonna perform like a lot of people are expecting. So what does that do mm -hmm. to his value? Like let's say they cut Jordan Howard in the offseason after this year and um I think I think he's just got a one year contract. And Miles Sanders going yeah. into year two. Do you think he's he's still valued the same way he is? Do you think his value goes down? Do you think he's cheaper to acquire? What do you guys think? Especially with this twenty twenty rookie class coming in with all these rookie running backs. Because we know it's all be cheaper to acquire with the twenty twenty class unless they had a great rookie season. You know, say Jacobs has a great rookie season, why would his value dip but anybody who does can be readily replaced with uh you know backs in the 2020 class and start being backups uh, he'd have to have a great season that said sanders is a really good running back i just don't know like everyone else not sure they're going to use him like some teams use a back on the field 90 percent of the time because that's what you really need to have a running back one yeah can joho's value yeah. get any lower <laughs> who Jordan, oh, Howard, Jordan Howard, can, can his yeah. value get any lower? I, he's such a value right now. I mean, they wanted apparently they wanted a two down banger this year, right? I mean, they 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 got him. Um, I I think he's a great pickup in startups right now and a guy to trade for. Absolutely, I think you you made a great point with him. Um, I I look at him being the guy that I want over Sanders just because you know he's a vet and they 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 sought him out and. Realize they this is just probably not the year for Sanders unless something happens to Howard, just the way it is. That's the and Russ, I think you bring up a, a really good point, uh, and and you piggybacked off of that, Ryan. Just in terms of you, you have to decide for yourself. So dynasty players are going to have to decide when it comes to Miles Sanders. I think that we all recognize he's a talented player. We all recognize to a large degree or think. He's likely the most talented guy in Philadelphia right now. So opportunity galore. We think the offense is good. We think the team is good. They've obviously won a Super Bowl. Things are positive in Philadelphia. You have to decide, are you going to trust what you've seen with what Peterson's done for the last few seasons, couple seasons, in terms of shuffling backs in and out? Or do you actually believe the coach speak in that, hey, we have we finally have a guy that we want to be able to feature our running game and, and feature in the backfield. Um, 
and a lot of people, a lot of smart people are going to be wrong. One, right? So wherever folks land, someone's going to be upset about this at the end because one way or another, Sanders is either going to overperform expectations or he's going to underperform. I don't, I don't think there's necessarily like, oh, this is what we expect Sanders to do. And people are like super pleased about it, right? Either they'll be over the moon or like, crap, man, I know this isn't it. My answer for that question that you asked is uh, Marquise Brown, the wide receiver for the Ravens. I think in most cases he's like a top 10 player in this class um, for being drafted in the first round. Generally, um, I would rather have so many other players that I just don't want to take a chance on him. And and not to jinx him. I mean, maybe he'll do well. I just so many questions about the Ravens, um, his size, just a, a lot of reasons. I think his stock will go down. He won't be as valuable as he is right now. And, um, you know, I like him. I think he was a great wide receiver in college. Um, you know, obviously he was a great wide receiver in college. I think his, his skills translate. I just don't have a lot of confidence in him being what people are drafting him to be, you know, based on that speed. I've seen it before. A lot of times, um, you know, John Ross in the recent past, um, you know, he could probably be good at some point. Uh, I just, it's not a first round, not somebody I want to risk a first round draft pick on. I'd rather have um, JJR, Sega Whiteside, or someone like that, that ha I think has a better profile to be a pro wide receiver. Um, but so I think Marquise Brown's value is not going to be as high next year. Unless he comes out and is a you know, rookie of the year or something, then I'll be a liar. But what's that? Are you seeing him go in the first round? Because in my rookie drafts, he's slipping to the second a lot of times. Yeah, high high second. I, I see him going before um before Jaws between Se before Sega, you know, um, or Segatron, and I just I I don't. I mean, I just don't get that. I I, I don't. Um, and and yeah, I mean, it's just I think he's still going too high. I I'm, I don't mind spending a second round pick on it, but I have seen him in rookie drafts. Of course, I I had like ten of them or something, eight or ten of them start right after the NFL draft, like the Monday after. Right. And so he was going higher at that point. Uh, I think people were excited, so maybe it's dipped. But yeah, I just think I don't see how you get that that money back that you spent on him. I I think there's a. I'm not a Marquise Brown fan by any means, but I do think he has more opportunity right away um, mm -hmm. as opposed Sorry. to um, Arcega Whiteside. I, sure. I, I like Arcega Whiteside, you know, 10 times more. <laughs> but uh, I, I, guy, yeah. I do think he might be more of a, a later hit in, in 2019 or not even a hit at all. Like there are early reports that he like might not even play in 2019 at all or something. I don't know. But mm -hmm. uh so just with opportunity alone, I know with Lamar, we're kind of tripping and that he's not even going to throw the ball much anyways. But, you know, just stand alone. Brown's mm -hmm. probably going to start. You know, he, he's probably going to get yeah. more targets than uh, Sega Whiteside this year. But I, I do like, yeah, Jaws more as a player for sure. Our, our Sega Tron. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what his teammates call him, or Segatron and Sega, like S-E-G-A, you know, ah, Sega, the game, the game console, right? And uh, I think that's great. Instead of Jaws, I just thought both of those. Can you write my next better. intro? <laughs> yes, let's go. I, I, see it, I see this being being in a song soon. That's all I know, some lyrics spitting out there. Uh-huh. Well, there was an article out that even he retweeted that was a list of all of his nicknames and what he should be called. Yeah. And that's where I saw Sega, and I'm like, I will only call him Sega from Sega. Now on. It's so short. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Short and sweet.
And just I, because, you know, Sega Genesis all day, Sega Saturn, very underappreciated. <laughs> you guys remember the Ooh. Sega? We started up your Sega. Sega. Yeah. Yes. Oh, go. Man. Love it. Let's go. <laughs> speaking to my, spe- you're speaking, speaking to the sweet spot of my childhood right there. I'm <laughs> yep. like ready to Thank go. You, Ryan. Yes. I am also that, so frightened of just like two, the, the, the double last name. Yeah, in general, I, I am just so frightened of that. I got, I just got bad <laughs> dreams of of Dorio Green Beckham. Beckham, and that's probably the only like legitimate one I can come up with. Off Juju, the top of my head. Hey, that's but, scary enough. Okay, now I feel better. Ooh. Now I feel better. Okay, yeah, everything's I'm fine. so glad I came up. Everything with one that <laughs> <laughs> So happy that you are here, Russ. Again, I cannot. I got you, Gabe. I got you. Uh, it's a feel good show with Russ. I noticed that. Russ, you are you are the tie that binds. That's what you are. Okay, third third co-host. I got it. I'm on every week. Let's do it. Watch <laughs> out, Jake. <laughs> oh, I do not want EP. No. That is too much responsibility. Yeah. I just want to show up all day and just the, the start feel bullshit. good. Yeah, the feel good producer. Liver good. Mean, good. Uh, liver good. Oh, am I? Is my? Am I? Am I? Re- is it timers up? Okay, you hear, I'm ready. The, the bell. The bell tolls. <laughs> right. The bell tolls. For whom? Wait, 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 real quick, real quick, Ryan, before you do it. Yes. For everyone who may have not met, excuse me, for everyone who's joined us in the last 20 minutes, the great Ryan Livergood from the Fantasy Joes podcast has to match the eloquence, the beauty, the stylings, the smooth as cognac flavor of his co-host, Great. Trey Barrett, in terms of a pickup line of pickup lines to save them all, I present to some and introduce to others Ryan Cognac Livergood. Cognac. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, he goes down I, smooth. All right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Is your body from McDonald's? Because da 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 da, I'm loving it. Wow. That's smooth. <laughs> you, you Googled that, didn't you? I saw you reading. <laughs> I'm a librarian, Russ, so of course I Googled it. I mean, come on. I know I didn't do research. Less, less, uh, uh, yeah. I would have said something like. Definitely. Maybe, maybe I was thinking of the pickup lines at the bar where people say that, and that's where people are like, get away from me. <laughs> uh uh, Trey, okay, Trey, Trey wins. Trey wins. Uh, uh, All right, I'm gonna try that on my wife tomorrow and see how it works. <laughs> hey, girl, call me Big Mac. <laughs> All right, that was just inappropriate, Jeremy. I, I don't I really, appreciate that. I was implying something. I didn't really say it. No, I I know, and it's it's not appropriate for the open bar. <laughs> okay, just, it's not. I thought no, we were you want to put a bun between my two buns, baby? <laughs> <laughs> she wants two patties. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Well, I'm pouring some more vodka. Yeah. I don't know. Vodka. I knew you were doing something like that tonight. No, this is water, man. I don't know what you're talking about. This, we this, had this you on the... my water bottle. I don't know what we... you're talking about. I I know you. When we had you on the HQ, you started off off with beer, and we made you wait so long. The next time we got you back on, you were like drinking straight vodka. I was like, man, that's a that's wrong order. You start you start heavy, and you kind of taper off. You don't don't go beer then liquor. Never sicker. You gotta come on. Pace yourself or hey something. Hey man, I, I've I've survived thus far, man. 
Liquor than beer, you're in the clear. That's what I always thought. So hey, but that's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it works out. We'll see how it works out. Hey, anybody out there, shout out to John Hogue, Mr. Gluten Free, Ciroc vodka made from grapes, not from anything with gluten. Isn't it really wine then? Like cognac. I mean, at the end of the day. Shut up, Jeremy. <laughs> it's made from grapes, it's wine. Is Don't taste a, like wine. Is there an equivalent for the um you know, liquor before beer, whatever that line is. I don't know. I don't follow it. Um, is there an equivalent? <laughs> liquor before beer, never fear. Uh, whatever that is. Um, yeah. Y'all can help me out with that in a second. But is there an, equi an equivalent for uh, maybe a position in, in either rookie drafts or in startups uh, right now uh, as in regards oh, to nice. a position? Is there one of those that y'all can think of? Or something before something. You don't have to rhyme either. Just leave that to me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. Draft for talent. Trade for need. You'll always be in the lead. Hey, <laughs> I agree with that one too, man. That, that's exactly how to do it. Never draft. Bar. For yeah. Love oh, your the hood. Knees weak. Uh, arms are heavy. No, no. See, nobody's got anything after that. No, I, yeah. I, I, no, I think you one, dropped man. the mic. I think you, <laughs> I think you dropped the J mic. I would never drop you, J Mike. Hey. Um, say it one more time for the people in the back, would you, Outhouse? For the people in the back. Draft for talent, trade for need. You'll always be in the lead. Anyone else? No, I like that. I think that's that's quotable. <laughs> come on, Jeremy. We gotta come up with something like some competition here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jay Mike, do you have to give him a twenty minute? Come on, liver good. Start googling some stuff. Do it. I, the trouble is, I actually agree with it. I, I mean, that's that's what I do too. You can't draft for need. You'll you'll get burned. So yeah, and it rhymed. I was actually surprised Russ made that rhyme and actually sound like a you know a lyric. And so now, you know. We can get uh, Man Bun to spit some some serious rap with that one. I don't want to hear saying rough I, I don't have rhythm is what you're saying, that I, I can't drop some fat bars, man? No, listen, no. I love the sound of your voice. Every time I hear you talk, I think of the Honey Badger video that like was prolific like 10 years ago on YouTube. The Honey Badger, do you remember that? Like, look at this little bastard. He, it's just like I picture, I think you did that. When you were in high school, that was like your, you did that video. It was you. I know it was. I am older than that. Oh, my God. That made me sad. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm here for. I, keeping it real. Oh, I'm going to cry now. Wow. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. Here's make I mean. the vodka taste better. <laughs> Yeah, with, I think with rookie drafts, that, that is the key. I, I think to, to for we, we get infatuated landing spot. Uh, uh, for yeah. example, Nicole Hardman, I'm curious what you guys think. I, I think maybe he's an intriguing dart throw if you've mm -hmm. got an extra pick or something. But we weren't even talking about him going into this process. He didn't produce at Georgia. And, you know, he's, he's a guy that, that people will trade up to grab because they think, okay, he's the new Terry, Terry Kill. And I think that mm -hmm. happens too much. We... Um, I remember a couple of years ago, people were like, oh, Samaj P. Ryan in Washington. Look, he's just going to roll in right. there and take over. Well, how did that work out? It is, it just happened. Greg didn't get him anywhere. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it, it's all about the talent. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I was gonna, I was not gonna move Nikhil Harry out of my top wide receiver spot for anything because he never did anything except get better, improve. He was, he was up there in Debbie drafts. I'm in a lot of Debbie leagues. He was always that guy that was right at the top with DK Metcalf back then. A lot of leagues, people took him first, um, and I, I happen to own a lot of Nikhil Harry in Debbie, and and I just. I had no reason to drop him down in my rankings. He did nothing to move down. Other players moved down, they moved up, but nobody surpassed him. There's just no reason to bump him out of one. And I felt that way no matter where AJ Brown landed either. I just I just felt like that my I've got my guy, it's Harry. But some people say, well, if he didn't go to Tennessee in that offense and competing with for for touches there with Marcus Mariota, you know, he would have been my my first overall receiver, my my wide receiver one. And I just not me. Uh, it was always Nikhil Harry. I mean, that's that's the love of this class for me. In fact, I, I like it better than the running backs too. And, and it's just, I think landing spot, obviously it's it it can make a big difference, but I think people maybe put a little bit too much stock in it. Um Here's the, and, and they're not patient enough. If you draft the best players on your board, the receivers, assuming they're all drafted in the upper rounds, for you know all other things being equal, they're drafted about the same, and you have your ranking of players, especially at wide receiver, the cream's going to rise at the top. They said, oh, man, Juju Smith-Schuster. My God, if he hadn't gone to Pittsburgh, they don't really need – I mean, it ended up turning out just fine, and it, and it was quick too. It didn't even take a couple years. And the same for James Washington. Uh, you know, now he's got an opportunity a year later. You know, he everybody was like DJ Moore definitely over uh, James Washington, and I'm not saying that's not the right call because DJ Moore was one of my guys too. But I think that really sunk James Washington going to, you know, the Steelers. But did it really make much of a difference a year later? Now he's in the mix to be a starter if he balls out and plays well. Just my, my whole point here, babbling on like this, is just with wide receivers, pick your guys, rank them, and just draft them. The cream will rise to the top with wide receivers. If they're good enough, they're good on the field. Most of these teams are rolling out three wides. The best guys are going to get out there and, and plan for that. Don't worry about where they go. Running backs, you know, a bit of a different story. But with receivers, get your guys, and it'll work out. That's how I feel about it. I mean, you're going to have to give it a couple years maybe, but we're playing dynasty football here, right? It's going to take a couple years. Thank you. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, I kind of, I kind of just Jesus. said, you know, this before this, and then you rhyme with it. But yeah, if you want to just do an entire uh, paragraph, Liver Good, did you get all that? So sorry. Yeah. That was a wonderful soliloquy. So sorry. You typed, you typed all that. Thank you. I'll never be able to repeat that. No, you're, you're. It was well said. I'm, I'm completely kidding with you. Uh, people have kind of said recently, though, that. Uh, Dynasty seems to be shifting into more of a um, win now type of mood and and like even closer to redraft to a degree because you can just kind of trade after yeah. you're done with the guys or whatever. You're not willing to <laughs> live, <you> win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not willing to live on the, the dynasty, you know, with whoever My bad, is guys. the My sell bad. high this year. Was that was that you, Russ? Have you done it I, to us? I mean, I'd have to imagine that I have such an influence on the community that this is just my fault. So uh, I apologize. I, I try to draft a strong team Addicts. that wins now. You know that that can win now, and not just all now and then leave the league. You know, win the title this year, win the money, and then leave. But you know, because I have no future assets or you know nothing to look forward to. But I try to draft in startups to win this season or certainly next season, and sometimes to the point where I punt all of the you know this year's draft picks and you saw that in trade addict six russ i had one pick i think i got it from 
um, excuse me, I got it from Two Drink. I had zero draft picks that I drafted in the startup. I just tried to draft the team that could compete this year. And I figure as long as it does, I have 2020 picks to supplement um, next, you know, next year. I don't, I'm not looking at this draft class. Um, and, and it's worked before and it's also failed, but it's worked more than it's failed, you know, that tactic. And it's not that I'm just winning now, you know, I'm just building the team a little bit differently than um, others are doing. Yeah, so, no, it, it's definitely amazing for the people that can say that, you know, they always compete because, I mean, even I found that I can't do that. Uh, of course, I stick on my brand where when I hit that point where, man, I'm like, I'm stuck getting in third place two years in a row. I'm F it, man. Oh, that's a good nuts. spot to end. I mean, you uh, Yeah. If, you, if you're not first, you you're last. You don't want to be in the middle, Ricky Bobby. You don't want to be six or seven. You know, yeah, right patience is not one of my virtues. I will absolutely, I can tell. I, yeah, I realize. <laughs> no, but like, I remember two years ago, league. oh, the middle is the worst. But like, I remember two years ago, the productive struggle was like the biggest thing ever. It's just like it's brilliant, man. Build through your wide receivers, sacrifice that first year. I really don't see anyone doing that anymore. I do it at, inadvertently because. I mean, my deep dark secret is I suck at drafting. I'm just not very good at it. I never said that to you. Did I? Did I say that to you? That I suck at drafting? You, you've implied. You, you never said it out. You know, you're too nice of a guy to say it out loud. I get it. It's fine. You're just like hard. I get it. Um, <laughs> hard is a good guy. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, that's why you know trading is my thing because the startup necessarily isn't the biggest deal. But it's you not a deal breaker. Of, Right. Yeah, you got to make your moves around it. And sometimes, like in Trade Addict 6, I am not competing this year. But I now have Amari Cooper and Kenny Galladay and, and Calvin Ridley and a couple of young wide receivers and mm -hmm. a bunch of 2020 picks where that'll fill in my running backs and hopefully next year. So, I, I mean, I guess I still am sort of that productive struggle kind of guy. But a lot of people I know, I mean, I guess they're just better drafting. And it's, you know probably listening to smart people like all y'all instead of doing their own thing like I do. Oh, I've had some bad oh. drafts in the past. It, it happens. You know, I think you need to let the draft come to you. And these people that have rigid strategies, I wonder how often that works out. Oh, I'm zero running back. I'm late round quarterback. I'm, you know, I, you know, early quarterback, whatever, like in the first two rounds, uh, we know people, all, we have friends that do, that do this, but can you really commit to doing that in every single draft? What if nine of the other, owners are doing the same thing you're doing. You probably yeah. need to adapt a little bit and, and maybe change your approach because it's not going to land in your lap the way that you thought it would. So I, I feel like every draft is different and that's why I like them. I mean, it's challenging. Like you mix up your strategy. Oh, well, you know, Ezekiel Elliott's right there. So I didn't want, I didn't want to go that route, but I'm not a fool. I'm going to take him here. Uh, you you kind of have to adapt during drafts. And I love startups and not knowing where my spot is even until it starts. I mean, it's, it puts you on your toes and it's fun. But you can't be like rigid about it. You just kind of have to go with the flow and get a, get a, sort of read the room, I guess. And I love how bad I was when I first started Dynasty because I did not adapt at all. I went zero running back, whether it killed me or not. And I was, oh man, it was not pretty. I, I <laughs> you definitely learn as you go in this You're game. You're loyal. You're a loyal. Yeah, damn guy. straight. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. I don't care what everyone else is doing the same exact thing. I'm gonna keep doing it also. And yeah, no, I didn't. I actually. I won my very first league, and then it was very ugly ever since. <laughs> I probably would have been too quiet. Start up this this last year. That What's zero that? RB strategy. 
Mm-hmm. What it was yeah. this year? This uh, in 2018. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, I, I think that um, that that that's one of the great things about the different leagues that that people are creating and, and coming out with like different settings, and you know, you don't ha- you're not obligated to start a wide receiver or running back. You can start whoever you want, and obviously, Superflex seems to be the norm now. But you know, starting two tight ends—that's what's great about the new formats because people that have gotten into this formula of building their teams, you know, whether it's productive struggle or whatever, it forces them to think outside of the box. And oh, maybe I drafted running backs late, but this league is points per carry, so I have to consider that. So that, that's one of the, the great things. One of the great things that's going on in Dynasty, I think, is that these leagues are all different. I mean, right. you you really have to look at your settings and understand how the league works. Or, or you're going to have a bad sort of draft. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people. They, you know, what worked before when leagues were more vanilla may not work today. You know, if you're in a, if you you join a uh, auction salary cap league and and you don't know the rules, for example, you're thinking like, this is dynasty. That's, it's not dynasty, it's salary cap. You can't think that way. Uh, So yeah, I I think you just have to be like water and look at your settings and figure out what you think is going to work in that league. And and yeah, you might have to adjust on the fly. So yeah, guys, read the bylaws. (laughs) <laughs> very good advice Russ. thank you <laughs> i did read your bylaws the other day russ so i didn't screw up the taxi squad <laughs> hey, can you let me know what they are because i don't remember anymore. four four i think if i was yeah, on the four. right league page <laughs> <laughs> that's see that's I why i love running my leagues because i make them all the same so all i have to do is remember one set of rules and i got it down <laughs> Gabe, I just want to give you a heads up. Um, go ahead and you, you might want to get 14 balls in the popper, in the Dude, hopper, whatever it's called. So ready. So ready. 14. I got my I organized now, them. <laughs> now, now let me ask you this. Is it is it should it be fair uh, for our guests to also be a part of this? Because obviously they've retweeted as well. They're here, they're present. Uh, should they also be a part of this giveaway that we're having? Or will we look like uh, the NBA and, and call this rigged uh, because we gave the pick to the Pelicans who might be losing Anthony Davis. I get it. Yeah, give it away to a, a yeah. valued listener. That's right. I'm a valued listener. You yeah, are ex- Exactly. You guys are valued listeners. I interact with all of you, so I'm excited about giving a shirt away anyway because you know what? Fantasy's fun, and we enjoy having fun here at the Open Bar. Uh, the so while Gabe, while you get the hopper and while, while you choose whether or not our guests should be involved, let me know so I can write their names down. Uh, it's either 14 or 17 is the number that we need. But um, let me ask you guys this because are we cutting it off? What if people still retweet, J. Mike? I mean, they have time up until up until time. the actual uh, bingo time. If you okay. Will. I just want to let you guys know that there's um, a character here in the chat. It's J M B are the initials. I have no idea who that is. They, um, but they asked me to retweet f- on their behalf, and so they would like to be in this contest. Uh, if it's okay. okay. Well, yeah, that's fair. I mean, so we're <laughs> handing off, we're handing off Madman's uh, <laughs> to uh, himself. Yeah, that is Madman. Very good. Very good. You caught me. Oh shoot. That's good. Uh, well, you know what? That JMB, he's he's a swell. He's got to be a swell guy. I'm excited to uh that to learn J-M-B. his true identity one day. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, let me ask this before before we run away too far from r- rookie talk and draft talk. I, I'm I'm curious of y'all's general strategies this year. 
in uh, in what's been a weaker class, do you guys feel from a strategy standpoint that you guys have had a different feel overall in your leagues this year? Are you trying new things? What has been your overall uh, approach as it pertains to these rookie drafts, these rookie auctions? Uh, what what has been things that you guys have tried? I'm, I'm just curious of of your of your uh, strategies. I was looking at Jeremy. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I, I traded out. I, I you know, I, I kind of listened to the you know the, the the lack of hype for this 2019 class. So I traded a lot of my picks. I didn't have a lot of first rounders. So but but leagues I'm in, if I have one of those top three or four picks, I might shop it around, but I'll stick and pick. But you know, after that I'll I'll try to trade, trade down. I, I like that sweet spot in the um, early second round. I, I like the value you can get there. So that's kind of my general approach to these. Um these drafts. I haven't been in too many rookie auctions yet, mostly just drafts. So, but I think that's pretty, I know that's vanilla advice. I'm sorry. That's nothing <laughs> I'd like to yeah, hear if, if anyone's doing something differently, but um, yeah, trying to trying to trade back where I can. And I do like the top four guys. I do like Miles Sanders and uh, we haven't talked a lot about um, David Montgomery, the new Chicago running back, but I'm a bears mm-hmm. fan. The bears love this guy. And I yeah. really think David Montgomery is going to have a big year. I, I don't, I don't believe that Davis is going to get a ton of touches. Tree Cohen, they're going to move him around the offense. This is perfect for Tree Cohen too. I don't think he's a sell at all. The Bears are going to use yep, him. I agree I, with you. I, th- I think David Montgomery is going to have a really good rookie season. Um, so I'm I'm pretty high on him. So so yeah, that's that's my approach. Uh, like Superflex leagues, I love Kyler Murray. Love Kyler Murray. I think he's going to be huge for fantasy. So. Jeremy's shaking his head. He's like, no, 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 no. You lost me now, Ryan. <laughs> no, I like what you said there. And Tariq Cohen, I'm glad you said that. That's what I think too. I mean, they, what is almost 20% of the time they, they had Cohen in the slot. So he's basically a slot receiver, 20% of the snaps he was involved in last year. That's awesome for a running back. They target him like a wide receiver. So I look at him when I draft him, like I'm drafting a wide receiver at that point. That's a running back eligible guy. And, um, why would they stop using him? He's been such an explosive weapon. So I, you know, I don't have fear that his job is gone. He'll never be good again. And I like what we said about Montgomery too, because I'm still not sure he's not the best running back in this class. You know, with those top three guys, it's kind of tough to figure. Um, certainly a good opportunity for him. But my strategy really, I, it, I didn't really have, I didn't go into it with one because all those rookie drafts I was talking about that started the Monday after. I mean, good God, the Monday after the NFL draft. That they're all over the board. I can't wait to look at all this when it's done and like how things um, changed over time, like what the trends were, but all over the board players, you know, sure. You see Harry Jacobs, you know, um, at the top Sanders up at the top, but so many outside of that top three or four, it was like a crap shoot the first round and the second round was no better. And so many, so one of the things I did, like Ryan said, was try to get players at the end of the first or the early second. I got, um, Sega so many in so many drafts at the top of the second. I didn't plan to. I didn't think he would fall that far. Um, but I basically stuck to my board, and I it was so much fun to just basically um, cherry pick all the guys that I liked in this draft. Paris Campbell, uh, Sega, uh, you know, just just grab those guys, and then earlier in the third, before other players, I mean, before other owners drafted them, I'm going for Terry McLaurin and Deontay Johnson, who should get on the field soon, guys that I really like in this class. I was just, it was fun for me because I was able to just like, ah, he'll probably still be there when I pick again. And I I actually traded in in a cup where I have some bad rosters. I traded into the draft instead of trading out because it was such good value getting, you know, like I said, Sega at the top of the second, Paris Campbell uh, later in the first and some of the early ones. 
Um, so I had fun with it. I really enjoyed it. And Devin Singletary, I like him a lot in Buffalo. So I just was able to get guys I like. So it was so much different than last year where things kind of, you know, f- fell more predictably. No strategy, though. Just got my guys. <laughs> <laughs> the strategy, get my guys. I like that. Oh, it was what? Russ. Were you talking? No, I have no idea what the hell that was, but I'll talk now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was me. That was my bad audio. Sorry. Uh, no, uh, it, it's funny. You know, we've spent like a year like down talking this class and yeah. belittling it, especially to 2020. But from what I've noticed, it doesn't matter when you're in the draft itself. It's mm-hmm. uh, the only way it matters is in the draft itself. So it's a little cheaper to move around, to move up, I would say. Yeah. And a little harder to get the value to move back that you would have last year. But still, you're not yeah. trading out to next year at easily at all. Um, I had the 112 in a recent draft, and mm-hmm. you know, people were offering me 2020 sec- seconds, and I'm I'm not trading a first for a second, the future second. And one person replied, you know, with a future, with with a first this year. But, you know, clearly they were typing and they used the quotes for it. And she's like, no, no, this, it's a first this year. I mean, call it a down class all you want. Time is money, baby. I mean, that matters. Uh, So, like, is this is still the same as any draft you've ever really seen? It's, yeah. I think just everyone complaining about it was just, I don't know. I, I, I just, you still just sort of have to treat it like you would every single draft. And there's still good players at the end of the first. Like, I mean, I have so many Sega shares just because I've had, I mean, I'll say I have the 112 to make it seem like I won a bunch of leagues, but, you know, I really just traded for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I have so many Sega shares or I've traded up to Paris Campbell because I listened to the dummies way too much. I mean, and to be fair, you know, it would, I took a mid second. It's moving around. Like I love, I, I like this draft and you know, it's like one of those things like I'm not ashamed to admit it because of how many people say they hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like to me, like everyone wants to treat this draft like it's a little less than the rest, but honestly, once you're in it, everyone gets that rookie fever, and everyone still wants those picks. That's, it's a little cheaper right. to move around, but it's, it's a little cheaper to move around. But it is, it's still, it is what it is. It is still a rookie draft that everyone wants a part of. And it's yeah. not that long ago that Corey Davis was our 101, our 1.01. He's still my 101. Overall. I'm just saying, like that, you know, that that bar wasn't that high. Um, you know, based on what he's done since then. So uh, yeah, every class is good. I, I love when people that conjecture about this class being worse than next year. It, it's a fact. What if some of those juniors don't come out? I, I like, I think there's a lot of talent and a lot of, I, I don't think that I, th- sorry, I think that a lot of players from this class from this first round will turn out to be better picks than like last year's class. Um, and then what are cool. people going to say? Because last year's class did have some, you know, running backs people were seeking. And, um, you know, every year it has great players come out, NFL players. Well, there's the wonderful point that uh, Peter Howard loves to point out that usually the best players come from weak classes. Like he loves pointing out that Nuke and Keenan Allen came from a crappy, what was it, like 2015 class or something like that? Or 2013 class? 2013. Uh, yeah. 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 I definitely just said the wrong year. That's all right. And 2014. Uh, um, so I, I still like the players in here and while, yeah, the cliff after like that Montgomery pick 
leads into like a 14 player tier there's still good players in that tier and it's still worth being part of i guess i would say so well i know you know ryan you just said you traded out i know aton and stompy have all been about getting out of this draft i mean i'll never completely leave any draft just because a you know fomo <laughs> and, and b there's there's value of being there and you got to stay active. No, that's right, Russ. I, I like what you said about people still wanting to trade into this draft. And there's always opportunity. So there was a draft where I traded it. It's a league that's converting to Superflex. And I'm a little bit weak at quarterback. So I traded into the 106 to take Dwayne Haskins. So I was still paying attention. And had I, had I just totally checked out, I would have missed that opportunity. So you, you totally have to stay engaged. And even if you, you trade out, there's opportunity there. So yeah, you got the best quarterback in this class and at the 106. Good work, man. <laughs> yeah. fill up and I mean, like, do you really want to leave an entire year without getting like a share of Mecole Hardman, Gabe? Like, really? <laughs> no, but, like honestly, like I, I got my first share in a best ball league, and that's the only share I'm gonna get just because there's no point in owning that man in anything other but a, than a best ball league. But like to me, like Sega and Paris Campbell and Daryl Henderson. And there's these guys that, I mean, before the terrible landing spots, we liked a lot more than we do now. But like, do you really want to not have a share? Okay, not everyone's in like the 29 to 30 something leagues I'm in. So maybe it's a little different for the, we call you normies. <laughs> but normies, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before, but that's great. That's, yeah, I, I sound like, like this... spent a lot of time coming up with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but I mean, like it. I guess I like hedging my bets against completely missing out. But I'm also not against the idea of just trading for a dude later. Like I'm always willing to pay for somebody after they've produced a little bit. But again, that just becomes with a, you know, I have a trading problem, and B, the amount of leagues I'm in where there's always a league somewhere where I can afford to overpay a little bit to get a guy that seems like he's going to be doing a little better. Did we right. just go into a subway? Well, yeah. Are we in uh, <laughs> space? We, we were talking about this before, the best way to travel through New York City. Apparently, we, we hit up the subway. Uh... <laughs> Traveling groups. Bringing it back around. You know... I, uh, in our league, I think it was, uh, Russ, I had like a late second, like 211 or 212. And I kind of, it, and it was only like the two or three, 203, 204 ish. And I was kind of, you know, speculating like who's going to be there. And I was like, there's, there, there's got to be a chance that Hardman's there. There's no way that people actually like him, right? And, uh, <laughs> Um, I think I think he went before that, but that I, my point is is that I was actually you know even though it was six seven picks away, I was like I had it on my mind. Mm -hmm. I had it on my mind, but I was in no way, shape, or form going to draft him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yeah, been able no, to do I, it yet. Yeah, Hardman. I, I've had a couple opportunities, and I just I just can't pull the trigger. He's intriguing, but oh. same, same. Best yeah. ball is the only way I'll do it. I, I yeah. do not want him in a league I have to set a lineup for. Because I mean, I'll be honest, I do not put like I just joined my first Debbie leagues this this non point scoring season. Like I've never really been into college football at all. I've never heard the name Michael Hardman until draft night. Like I've really? never heard that man's name before. 
Yeah, I, I heard <laughs> I heard like Paul Pertikisi talking about it on Saturday to Sunday and passing as a guy to watch, but that was the only reference I heard of him uh, going into this process. So I'm with you, Samesies. Opportunity. Speaking yeah. of trade attic six, um, I don't. Uh, I haven't brought up any kind of lead that I'm in, in in a while, so I feel like this is as good a time as any. Um, several guys that we've talked about this evening uh, that I ended up with after trading back forever in this league. <laughs> traded back with Russ once or twice and traded back with – Yeah, uh, that resulted in him uh, getting Nikhil Harry. Thanks very much for that. You're welcome. Anytime. I'm, I'm happy Thank to be here. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> cheers to that. So um, – I, I ended up with a couple guys we've hit on, uh, Miko at 203 and then Arcega Whiteside at 112. Uh, one guy that folks I feel like are pretty split on, uh, and I kind of want to jump back here in just another moment uh, about who we feel like might be underrated um, amongst these rookie ADPs because I have a couple names that I definitely want to bring up. But Andy Isabella, what, just real quick, can you guys give just quick, how do you feel about him specifically in Arizona? I love it. Um, uh that offense is now filled with a lot of people that do a lot of things and yeah. that offense is going to throw the ball a lot. So, I mean, honestly, I, and I never get names right. Is Butler there? Is, is that who's yeah, there? Butler, yeah. Akeem, yeah. I always yep. screw him up with the other tall guy. Um, Harmon. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I like Harmon. Yeah. I like, I like the idea of grabbing Butler a little later just because he's the one dude with the individual body type compared to the rest of them. But Isabella's good. I mean, there's no getting around that. So, and he's versatile. He can play inside and outside. And we have to hope that Kingsbury knows what he's doing in this spread offense and that he will move. I mean, Butler's stuck on the outside, but Fitz, Isabella, and Kirk can all be moved around. And that can only mean good things for these receivers it might cap their upside a bit because they can all sort of do those things mm -hmm. but i think i mean without knowing any numbers for real whatsoever i think isabelle is the fastest out of all of them oh yeah so Definitely. i mean i that also gives him that one-off spot where he is that speed guy so i think in an offense that wants to get rid of the ball getting it to a fast guy is is a very likely option so yeah i really like isabella i mean you grabbed him in the at the 201 in triadic six and i think outside yeah. the first is an awesome grab amazing value super super fast a track star um just a, an amazing athlete he's about the same size as um marquise brown but like 20 pounds heavier so you know a little a little sturdier in the slot a guy could they can hold up in the nfl uh i think he's going to be really good especially if that offense can take off but yeah he's from ohio too so you know success is kind of in the cards for <laughs> just to be a little bit contrarian here i i, I really want to like isabella but a couple of things about him he, he's i'm a hand snob he's got small hands yeah eight inches you know i i'm not i'm not a guy that watches a lot of tape he's a body catcher one of the things that makes me concerned is some guys that I really respect, like Matt Waldman. He, he talked mm -hmm. about, you know, like like he's like he he was he was on the Fancy Joe's podcast. There's a plug, and he he was talking about how he doesn't see what everyone else has seen about Andy Isabella. So like he he doesn't see it. So that makes me a little bit nervous. But I think that Kyler, like in that offense with Kyler Murray with the speed he has, I definitely think he's intriguing. He's maybe more of a best ball target for me though, than a guy that I think you can plug in your lineup and feel real comfortable with every week. Um, I want him to succeed, but the small hands, the fact he's, you know, has that rotation of the body catcher makes me a little bit nervous. So 
Just to just to be a little contrarian here. Yeah, I get that. He definitely can catch the football. Uh, I don't know if that that's held him back, but that's you know that's good concern. Matt Waldman, yeah, I, I trust him. He did say one of the Browns players once was going to be a a star, somebody they drafted late a couple years ago, and that guy never panned out from UCLA, and I forget his name now. And so I don't forgive Matt Waldman for that one, uh, but he is very sharp. I just I don't know why he couldn't see that Isabella. I mean, you know, he was a track star, fast guy for starters and football players second, but. In the slot, man, this league is just made now for slot receivers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the nickelback, you know, uh, has just become, and not the band, they're terrible, but the, you know, the nickel cornerback has become such a staple. I mean, they, they have like the best cornerback on a team in some cases play, you know, that position because of the prolific use of slot receivers. So that's what I guess gives me the, um, the biggest uh, jolt thinking that he's going to be great in uh, Kingsbury's offense. And I don't think that, that offense is necessarily going to take off this year. I think there's a lot of moving parts and like a chemistry experiment where they change too many things at once and they don't know what's working. Just <laughs> right. a, a lot going on. I think it might be next year, but I really, if, if that offense is just even a, a facsimile of what we think it can be, I, you know, it's going to be amazing with Isabella. And if Kyler Murray is as good as all you guys think too, I mean, wow, <laughs> I can't wait to see that. I think, I think the Cardinals just badly or, or, you know, Kings Clingsbury. <laughs> Clingsbury, nice. <laughs> Kiff Clingsbury. That's right. You said it right. Kiff. <laughs> uh, really, really badly wants to be Sean McVay at, with with this offense, and like just gave Kyler so many weapons, and he, he already got David Johnson to be the equivalent of of Todd Gurley, I suppose. But like, yep. fit still there, Kirk. Uh, I mean, just guys they drafted. Y'all already said Butler, Isabella. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't mention Keyshawn Johnson. That's, I mean, that's a what six round, six round guy. Yeah, um, that counts. Whatever, but like loaded up. Yeah, Chad Williams is still there. That some people are kind of fond of, athletic and can play the outside. And was it third or fourth round draft pick or so? Oh, and the uh, tight end too. That can Kevin play White wide still filling. <laughs> Rika Steele's so Jones, white, white Walker himself. Yeah, no, no. Jones. Yeah, no joke. And you know he's played for RSJ. Uh, but going uh, back real quick, have you seen what Sean McVay looked too. like? I want to be Charles Sean Clay. Charles Clay. Um, yeah, it's stacked. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. So many weapons. I mean, so my my what my point is is like, uh, yes, it's fruitful in St. Louis. Or <laughs> sorry. In Los Angeles, uh, I can't. Believe well, they move so much; it's hard I can't to believe that's right. still happening. I, I know. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever do that again. Um, anyways, Los Angeles is fruitful, sure. Um, that I think there's an expectation of the Browns doing that with with OBJ and Landry and Joku and Chubb and Hunt and Excuse Johnson. Me, He's still there. Chubb, like what's that? Chubb. I'm just gonna keep going. It's messing with uh, you. Wubba lubba chub chub. <laughs> That's exactly it. How embarrassing. Um, yeah, so I, I think that uh, there's a lot of mouths to feed is my point, and I'm yep. I'm worried a little bit for um, that offense just because they're <laughs> – if you're hoping for an offense like the Rams uh, or what we're thinking for the Browns, I guess, and we haven't even seen that yet, like mm-hmm. that's that's a pretty high wish. And, yeah. uh, you know, we're not for all of them to be for, valuable. Yeah. We're not asking. Yeah. We're not necessarily asking for perennial top 12 wide receivers. You know, we'll be fine with a couple of them, Arizona, 
a couple of top 24 guys of uh what, what, what's um what's your phrase j mike the uh uh serviceable um <laughs> he has some really was good that, was that an rb2 or wide receiver i don't it, know but i can't uh, remember something about a yeah something outstanding about a, <laughs> something outstanding, outstanding rb2 or something like that. 24 <laughs> 18 to 24 wide receiver that's yeah it was something absurd. Some, um, i don't know um hey, maybe the only serviceable position and, uh, is quarterbacks <laughs> right shout out Shout um, out, Mr. Gotch. <laughs> anyways, I'm worried. I'm worried. I like. I do like all of the talent there. I love Kirk. I love Butler, yeah. even though he dropped to the fourth. Whatever. I love Isabella. Like, but it's it's scary. I even love Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, Gabe. Yeah, I, I, I think you point out. Sorry, you point out something that's important. I think these guys are going to be great by lows after the 2019 season. I don't. I think with Fitz there, I think that's going to limit what Isabella can do. So I think Isabella might be a really good buy after the 2019 season. Uh, same with, I think Christian Kirk's going to have a good year, so it, it'll be interesting to watch, but, but yes, I, um, you know, probably the only guy that won't be a, a buy is David Johnson. I think David Johnson's going to have a, a really good year. So, mm-hmm. so we'll see, but you're right. They're going to struggle. They're not going to come out and be the number one offense in the NFL. I don't, I don't think anyway. It's going to so, be fun to watch. Yeah. Fun to watch. It'll definitely be a step yeah. in the right direction. Cause it can't get worse. Oh my God. They were horrible. Yeah. You, one would hope, right? Uh, that that offensive line was pretty atrocious last year, which which got ro- which got sent Rosen packing and might get Kyler killed if if he's not careful. Yeah, but at least that's a dude that could exactly. run for his life. All right, exactly. That's a very poor point. Probably gonna and have to. A couple guys, I just want to shout out real quick in terms of, and if you guys have one real quick, just guys who you feel like are super underrated. They were shouting out folks in the chat, and my my two posits this year. Uh, and and the only reason I did not have him in trade addicts was because I wasn't myself during the draft. Uh, but one, Damian Harris. Okay. Uh, oh, not not underrated for me. I love Damian Harris. Yeah, same, same. Huge, huge Damian Harris fan. Um, so so I'm glad that we're in the camp together. There, he's currently um, in, in May ADP for rookies, number 18 overall. And uh, a guy who I feel like a lot of us are somewhat sleeping on down at 28 overall. Alexander Madison backing mm-hmm. up ba- backing yeah. up Dalvin if if for any yeah. reason Dalvin goes down again for the third straight season for any right, time right. it could be a guy yeah. that sees snaps right right so so if for nothing else I feel like that's valuable uh in in your middle probably middle if not sooner second rounds yeah, yeah TA6 is the latest I think they've gone in TA6 they went like next to each other uh, Madison at 304 and Harris at 305. Wow. Yeah, Harris has been going the end of the first in the past two drafts I've been in, yeah. which to me is. Oh, wow. Are those later drafts, Russ? Are those more recent drafts or were those early yeah, on? The two drafts, yeah, that, the two most recent drafts I've been in, Harris. Uh, Madison has been going middle, late second a lot, which I think is perfect because that's. I mean, middle second is where I would start grabbing handcuffed running backs anyway, because at that point, that's what you're doing is just sort of grabbing for upside. Uh, But yeah, Harris, I don't own any of him, and I don't think I will own any of him. I like the player. It's just, I mean, again, yeah, maybe in a best ball league. Again, that's the only time I think I really touch New England backfields. Yeah, the only place I own him is where I already had him in Debbie leagues. I didn't draft him in a single rookie draft. And it's because he's in New England. I think that's the biggest reason. 
But but that's so, a I, reason I, that's a reason to take him, guys. Look at the look at the New England running backs this past year. James White, at the beginning of the year, was he's huge. still there. He's Sonny still Michelle there. brought it on. So I, I, and Sonny Michelle has those. I mean, you know, he's got he's got the knee concern. So I, I think Damian Harris was a good running back in college. He produced in college, not as big a numbers as he would have someplace else other than Alabama because he shared the backfield. Damian Harris is a good running back. He's in New England. That's that's yeah. But when plus. are you going to start him? Well, probably when Sonny Michelle goes down. I mean, he is a guy that you can take, you know, I think in the mid-second, and he could win you a league. He could win you a league. Who else can you take there that could win you a league? Uh, Alexander me. Madison. Yes, well, he could. He could. You're right. You're right. I like Alexander Madison, too, but you could get him much later. Uh, I'm going to get him in, like, you know, the mid, middle of the third round. So those are two guys I really like. I, I, I like have not guys. seen Madison make it to the mid-third yet. Yeah, one think. one of my leagues he did. Yeah, so I just feel like there are so many running backs in this class, and well, every class that it's not <laughs> difficult to replace or get one at a good value, trade for one. So I, I recent startups, I've just not been drafting running backs, and I know you can if you if you start out with a good running back, you know you're getting Barkley or Zeke or you know one of the let's just say one of the top five guys, whoever those are for you, you get one of those or even the top six guys, you know you're you're really good running back and you start your team around that. I, I'm not that I, I almost want a wide receiver one, like a, an elite wide receiver, because I feel like I can supplement that run, depending on the league scoring that running back. So in this class, there are just so many running backs that I have. My confidence rating for them is all like, they're all like right here in the same, like gigantic tier of 10 guys that I'll take your pick. And and so I, I really didn't get that excited about it in this class. I'm like, I'm going to get a guy eventually some late that I like uh, in the draft, my two players. And I wrote something for fantasy pros about them too. And, and it, it ended up coming to fruition in part, uh, Deontay Johnson from Toledo who ended up with the Steelers, which was a really good landing spot, I think. And Terry McLaurin from Ohio state, that's now catching passes or going to in practice and whatnot from uh, his, uh, college quarterback in uh, Dwayne Haskins. Both of those guys bring like special teams abilities, kind of like Hawkinson with his at tight end with this really great blocking ability going to get on the field. These guys bring something to their teams that gets them on the field sooner and it's um, or earlier. It's their ability to play special teams or do whatever is asked of them and not just play special teams, but they excelled at their roles on special teams. So those two wide receivers that I've been getting in like the late second, early third uh, for me and, and it, their value actually kind of skyrocketed after the draft. They weren't on some of these rankings in part, like they were ranked at like the 25th wide receiver if they were even on the board and now they're in like the top 20. But I think those guys pre present a great value. If you look at the Washington Redskins, their wide receivers and there's just really nothing in the way for Terry McLaurin. And that includes Josh. Josh Dotson. Um, oh, he could definitely like become and Josh is probably going to be a starter, but um, you know, there's nothing in McLaren's way to stop him from becoming one of the one of these starters for the for the Redskins. And the same for uh, Deontay Johnson. There are guys there, you know, Moncrief and you know, there are several players. I just don't think that they're going to stand in his way to become the next slot receiver for the Steelers. A guy that could like you were saying earlier about Isabella inside outside, he can play all those positions. So those two guys um, and, and their landing spots really, really spoke to me. So I try to get them in many places as buy low and, and maybe capitalize big time on their, uh, you know, on their performance. Josh Doxson is going to have his Devonte Adams year. I hope you're right. I'm man. here for I, that. I, I still have guy. all my shares. Do you really? You never <laughs> traded him away. Well, yeah, you don't want to trade low, you know, sell low, but 
You yeah, have a lot of him, really? Worse. I saw. I oh man, I was so in on Corey Coleman and Josh Doxson. It's almost embarrassing at this point. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I was. You could have been in on any one of those guys, though. <laughs> those two, I, I got so many huh? shares of those guys. And Treadwell, like you, you just miss no matter what. Yep, I love that draft. Of course, the one I'm dude I had one. zero of was Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, yeah. I had None so much Michael Thomas. I, I just I don't want to rub it in, guys, but I do. That's like my <laughs> that's my that's my bro. I feel that getting. I traded so down hard. twice in one in one uh, rookie draft and still got him at like one oh nine or one ten. I remember. Listen to, I remember listen vividly. To <laughs> I remember vividly at the one oh five, someone taking Michael Thomas and be like, "Oh, that's okay. I'll take Do- Josh Docks at the one oh six. Thank you very much." Will you be smart ass? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I straight up rubbed it in that dude's face and like, yeah, <laughs> give me Josh Doxson. That's right. I mean, I won that league last year, thankfully. <laughs> but yeah, that that did not look well for me. It hurt more to draft him in startups so early. <laughs> more than mm-hmm. rookie drafts mm-hmm. for me because I, I that's yeah. around when i started is i i was able to get him in uh rookie drafts one year and then uh startups the next year where he was still uh around the same range you know like in between fifth and sixth seventh round or so and ugh, yeah yeah i'm with you you can really really blow a startup draft if you don't you can. pick wisely and and yeah. rookie picks Especially come and go you pick can a lot make of young guys it. like that how it kind of started out with in dynasty i mean the, around when i was starting it was like you know get kevin get kevin white uh Devontae parker or josh doxson like all these like very very young guys that you're just kind of counting on because of their college production profile because of their athletic scores because of their landing spot yeah. we're all like pretty good <laughs> yeah no it's true and man then, there's no reason oh, to avoid yeah. the guy you think and well, yeah, just like I was saying before, like that's, I mean, like four years ago, that's when like productive struggle was the big thing. I remember having, when I started a home league and I had to explain to people that, look, I know that Devonte Parker is a second year guy who did nothing his rookie year, but he's a second round pick <laughs> like in a startup just because he's young, he's athletic and he has all the upside in the world. Mm-hmm. And like now thinking about that, I just like, I hope you guys didn't listen to me. Shit, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's one guy that got me. I had a lot of Devonte Parker. Um, got him a little later in in the draft, some, but that's a guy that I I regretted. Um, he can that's, still that's have one his Devonte Adams year too. I, I think so. And his year, <laughs> just yeah, five years later. Can, yeah, I, I don't hold Miami against him. I think he can. I mean, I do. It, it's it, it was a problem for a long time. It seemed like you know that Adam Gase thing, and I don't want to get into that. But I, I really think that held him back in part. But geez, I just I can't believe he didn't develop into that red zone weapon we were looking for. I, I still just I don't know, man. That one burns my ass still. I think he's one of those guys that that from the reports out of Miami, if you believe them, that he hasn't put the effort in. Like his, you know, he's one of those guys that's satisfied with just kind of showing up and not doing what he needs to do. So I, I kind of buy into that narrative and we can't really know that about these guys. That's the one thing we don't know yeah. about these rookies is like, how committed are they? How dedicated are they? Do they want to be the number one right receiver in the NFL? And makes such a big difference. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think he, he does. I mean, based on what I've heard about him. So, um, and maybe it's just with the, the, the gay situation in Miami and maybe that's what's held him back. But I, I think it's a matter of just 
just his personality's work ethic based on what I've heard. I mean, I mean, these are just reports. I, you know, I have no evidence of this, but because he's talented, you've seen it. You've seen him on the field. He's he's a really talented guy. So why hasn't yeah. he put it together? It's maybe it's just because he doesn't put the time in. Maybe it's yeah, just that has, simple. He and Brashad Perriman were the two guys that got me in. And Perriman, uh, you know, that was that was the last time I took a shot on a guy early. Uh, the thing is, he he finally started doing something, and I used that as my rationale for the sunk cost. I was like, see, I knew it. Twenty nine years later, this guy, I, you just needed to be patient. And he finally he finally did something for the Browns last year. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I don't know what my point that, was. That but. draft was littered with, <laughs> with kind of high-end top receivers, too. Like, a lot going in the first round. That was, it was tough. Yes, sir. <sighs> Gabe, uh, do you have the hopper ready? Uh-oh. The hopper. Uh, we need so we wait need is this lottery. weighted is this a weighted lottery like the nba yeah. tell me how many i no, need to put in here not the least we just need we need one through eight can we throw my ping pong ball in the freezer for the a first few minutes? person who uh who retweeted gets so many no 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 oh, okay. actually no okay. let make that make that 19 aaron b just snuck his in i see you aaron Right, right no, at the buzzer. Late, you man. You one. cut off. No, no. Hold on. <laughs> I am arguing the validity of this random lottery right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Russ really wants a shirt. These guys are yeah. legit. Well, well, well I, I've decided since Gabe didn't say, uh, I've decided the the uh, guests of tonight's show are also in the lottery. Nice. Uh, so, so we're. It's, hey, I retweeted the, the hell out of that. So yeah, I should. <laughs> well, go retweet it again. <laughs> Hold on, let me go. All right, I need one, one through 19, Gabe. All right. Should I uh, – I, so I have the retweets here. Should I just read off from there? No, I've, I've got a list here on a, oh, you have the list. On a nice little Google sheet. So um, well, what do you want when the number do? comes up, I will screen share all the numbers – I mean, every, all the names here, and you can uh, – we, we can pull it from there. Hey, hey, do you guys have Aaron in the in the um, in the drawing? Because Aaron Bogan in the chat, he just got his retweet yep. in. He wants in, so you got Aaron in. Aaron, no, Aaron. cut off, cut off. <laughs> Aaron, stop, stop Aaron trying to is get into my odds. Through the open bar, I know he's shown up quite yeah. a bit. He's definitely in. He almost gets his odds are ever in my favor. <laughs> not you, not you guys. Uh, no one, Russ, will probably win too. Just sheer luck, just the luck of hey, the draw. Better lucky than good, man. I'll take it. <laughs> Better luck of me. Oh, I've always man, had to be good. I'm missing you. Yeah, I'm missing. Oh, 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 I wasn't even in the hopper. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> calm down. Calm down. I'm just gonna go back right. to these delicious Columbus IPAs. <laughs> J Mike. So, so I've, it's, I've, it's literally just B B one through fifteen, and then it starts with I. You know, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, so on and so forth. I, I just need so, up to twenty. So up up through I twenty. Yep. So B one through fifteen, like and then I sixteen through twenty would do it for you. Love it. Are you able to uh, do that? Are you putting it on a spreadsheet of sorts or what? Uh, yeah, what I got here? it all on a spreadsheet. Like I said, in, in just a moment, whenever you pull the number, I will reveal the. I will screen share the sheet here, and I will get that person in. Do you want to screen share it first, or do you want to just so they know we're not cheating? <laughs> okay, sure. I can do that. I trust you, Jay Mike. I, I trust both of you, me. but now I'm concerned because you said cheating, and I just why did you say that? Uh, <laughs> that's it. Take him out. Go. Take him trust out. issues, man. No, you're take, fine. Take, Are you guys take, able to take see take that entire sheet? Yeah, see it. <laughs> All right. 
one through 20. There currently there are 21 retweets. I am 21. So uh, it is one through 20 all listed. All right. All right. Renshaw, you mother. Yeah. I you, saw Renshaw you. I tried to sneak you, in twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. Renshaw. <laughs> Oh man, can I go log on to the chat? Everyone, everyone go get the, yeah, everyone go get their podcast and retweet them. Oh, <laughs> didn't think of it. That was smooth. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I'll load them all up just one through 20. Yes. One through 20. Okay. Anyone else want to retweet out there? Anyone no, in the chat? Stop it. Like it's over. <laughs> it's over. I already I already dropped one on the floor. I wonder who that was. I think it was Russ's man. I hope it was Russ's. <laughs> All right. It's good audio for the podcast right here. The podcast this is version. Good. This, this is, is yeah. Classic. Like, classic. Like, this skip, is what we skip, call skip, building skip. suspense. What's like, that yep, funny there. clicking sound? <laughs> yep, they're still fucking doing the lotto thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. These guys um, are unbelievable. Are we ready? Ready. I have my uh, little stand here that I used last time for our lottery draft. 15, 15, 15, 15. Hello and welcome to the open bar. Uh, Tuesdays live, 9.30 Eastern. Tonight, we are doing a draft of sorts. It's just a lottery. Um, if you retweeted the tweet tonight for our show, first of all, thank you. Uh, second of all, let us thank you by pulling your number out of this here little cage, and we're going to get you a gosh darn shirt. Bottoms up. Here we go, guys. Are you ready? <laughs> Big, big bucks, no whammy. Big bucks, no whammy. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. The number is B eight. Not me. At lightning zero zero one two. Yeah, that sounds made up. Do it again. Burner account. Lightning zero zero one two. Fake account. Is that person hey, in he, our he, chat right he, now? He hit us. They're mm. they're not in the chat right now. Um, now this is what's weird, and I'll let you guys tell me. He's he's been on Twitter since 2011, mm-hmm. and he gave us the retweet, but like he doesn't have a name. This person doesn't have a name or anything. I'm a little nervous. What do you guys think? Speaking His name says name cannot be blank on Twitter. Name cannot be blank. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds kind of sketchy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We need a bird. <laughs> Super Dupa Flex said, "I'm Thunder 001. I don't know. Some guy named JMB <laughs> said, "Must be present to win." So, oh yeah. Ooh. I'm. I, I, you know what? The, the must be present clear. to win is probably a fair caveat. Um, I don't know who's here, J. Mike. Well, guess what? I'm There's here. a chat that says that says you can run. Let's, let's run not. it back. Run it back. For the 13 Run people on here right now? Nah. Oh, my God. All right. No? Okay. Never do it, mind. Do it, just do it last. Save save it. Up. See if they pop in here. Save it to the side until. <laughs> Stop being so oh, nice. Wait, get, Matthew Renshaw's present, though. Cage. Oh, got it. Got it. Oh. Uh, yep. <laughs> Aaron in the chat. One of us. One of us. <laughs> so do we just Good. keep rolling until we get someone in the chat? Yes, do it. All right. Whatever y'all want. 
This is really rude to people who retweeted. Just saying. I mean, they can reach out. I can. I love that you have out. that in your office, by the way. I, I'm not going to ask how you got it, but that's pretty cool. B ten recount Saint DSP also not here. Who <laughs> are these people? Oh. How did they get in this? Pool? They just stumble upon Twitter and see like, yeah. <laughs> they I just they, they go to Twitter search and bar, and you know that they they find your tweet. All right. Another one? Do it. There we go. Keep going. Same DSP, hit me up if you hear this on podcast form. Hit me up. B. I like Frank. He said you have to be in the chat or on 15. the show. Oh, that's, that's ridiculous. Me. Outhouse. Outhouse. <laughs> oh, it's outhouse. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, you said that's it. Me. Outhouse. This is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably also lightning and the other one we pulled up. Leave my burner accounts out of this. <laughs> Russ, DM me with your the shirt you want and your size. And if you heard your name previously, also hit me up. Lightning. No, forget those guys. You're you're done. <laughs> well below a chub chub size size large. I, I, I really come on. You look like more of a medium. <laughs> this is this is his equivalent. Aww, that's so equivalent sweet of you, name. Jeremy. I just played it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, third time's All a right. charm, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. That's that. Uh, nice. Listen to, to everyone else who's hearing this on podcast form, or if you're in the chat and you showed love and you're having a great time, uh, you can please go to uh, your, your podcast catcher of, of choice, whether that be likely iTunes, because that's where you can leave a review for us. Leave us a, a review, uh, ideally five stars. Uh, if it's not going to be five stars, <laughs> don't leave it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but, but if you leave a review, and love a lovely five star review. Next week, we'll pull another random name from all those reviews that we get. Hopefully, it's a lot of them. And again, we'll we'll give out another shirt. Gabe, I'm 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 in the I'm in the mood to just give right now. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> all right, hold on. Let me go hit up iTunes and see if I reviewed you guys. I need I need I also need one of those cookie shirts. <laughs> So, so that'll be that. You, if you guys show uh, them love that way, I, I would love to love to give away another shirt with with you taking a few minutes of your time. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. I agree. Uh, but Gabe, that's that, that's all I got. All right. Uh, no one wants me to spin the bingo cage one more time just for fun. Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> Solid here. Yeah, uh, I love it so much. Um, that's all we've got. No. Did we uh, did we answer the um. What'd you say? What was your question, J. Mike? Like two guys that? Uh, yeah, I got, I got some late round flyers for you. Late round, get it liver good. Yeah. Do it. All right, so a couple of guys I really like. You can get late. How about Dexter Williams in Green Bay? Yes. Like yeah, I, I don't necessarily believe in Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. Oh, God, There's no. so many red flags with Aaron Jones. They didn't spend high draft capital on him. He's missed a lot of time. So Dexter Williams is a guy that with a lot of potential. He should have been drafted higher. But he's, you know, he had some, I think it was a marijuana issues. He missed four games. But his mom is going with him to Green Bay. His mom's going to live with him. She's going to keep him out of trouble. This is true. 
Maybe and, she's the one who smokes the. No, no. <laughs> no I don't think so. And no. I, I think Dexter Williams. Hey, is there's a, nothing is wrong a... with people's moms smoking pot. That's. I mean, I'm not saying that for any reason whatsoever. Oh, I'm just putting it he out can, there. He can smoke weed with his mom and not go driving his car and get arrested. You know, that's fine at home. Who cares? That's great. You know, just 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 don't do it when you know you're gonna get tested at the beginning of the season. It's a good opportunity for him in Green Bay. I agree because yeah. Jamal Williams is is nothing, and uh, he's just not. He's such an average running back uh aaron jones right i mean the opportunity is there for him to succeed uh, that's a good pick and, and then the other guy uh mike weber it, it's just about and, and i don't know what the, he got that injury that there's mri in his knee i guess he's going to be okay uh, ohio state product thank you <laughs> that man appreciate that we didn't know that and um you know, he, he, Zeke was his mentor, you know, they put together yeah. Ohio state and mm -hmm. I, I don't think, I think, I know they take Pollard, but I don't think, right. you know, I, I think as Zeke goes down, which hopefully doesn't happen. I think Mike Weber is going to be the guy that's going to step in and play the Zeke role. So where you can get him, why not? So those are my two late round picks. I think you should. Target I do them. not care what outhouse says what? about you. Everything you said tonight spoke to me, Ryan. Um, you're a very smart guy. I He's absolutely lying. He cares what I say. <laughs> Well, yeah, I do most of the time, but not what you say about Ryan, because damn it, Ryan said a lot of smart stuff, no, including Mike you. Weber being the the next man up. I think that's actually well, what would happen in that. Scenario. Is there anyone else to be the next man up? Well, I there mean, are is guys Tavon there. Is to become a running back again? Mm -hmm. I hate you sometimes. Why don't you take your t-shirt and read? Take your t-shirt and go. You're too nice for that, Jeremy. Just take it back. <laughs> He's going to DM me later say he was sorry. He didn't really mean it. <laughs> I meant that I'm jealous that you got the t-shirt. Screenshot it. Yeah, Sell them out. <laughs> nice. Sweet. All right. I did sell him out about his drafting strategy one time, but we're never going to quote tweet that or screenshot it. It's fine. We're good. I have a strategy. That's news to me. You just, thank you. You proved my point. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the love between you guys, it's overwhelming. Mm, it's <laughs> strong, right? <laughs> we both like you, though, Ryan. Well, keep it that way, buddy. Thank you. I mean, I don't know you well enough to say I like you, but I don't dislike you yet. That's a, that's a plus. I'll take it, you know, from a, from a I, I think you jersey. Need to, that means you love me. So I think I'm, you I'm need a, to drink more, and we can call you Ryan Liverbad. <laughs> I know that's an easy one, but it I is. Had to go there. I like it. I like it. <laughs> So, hey, Russ, I don't think you've, uh, Outhouse, you've thrown out your uh, late round sleepers, have you? Um, I can. Um, I have been grabbing Foster Moreau everywhere I can. Uh -huh. uh, my late round picks have all have all been tight ends. Uh, mm -hmm. Foster Moreau, Kahale Waring, um, Mr. Irrelevant himself, Caleb Wilson. That's his name, right? Mm -hmm. um, Good. Uh, and in Superflex, I mean, grabbing Tyree Jackson seems like a great idea because if Josh Allen's going to be running the 10,000 times, well, if he's going to be running for his life like he did last season, he's going to miss a game or two. So Tyree Jackson will probably be the backup just because he's similar-ish. So I'm a fan of that. Um, the Cincinnati running backs, Rodney Anderson and uh, Travion Williams. Um, Williams will fill in for Geo next year when Geo's contract is up. Rodney Anderson is a wonderful backup for Mixon, assuming Anderson can actually stay healthy. Yeah. Good um, logic. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Anderson isn't really like a 
like a sexy name anymore because everyone knows him at this point. But if it was if like we can go back in time to like two weeks ago and if I said Bruce Anderson, everybody would be like, oh, okay. But yeah, still, I mean, if you can grab him in the fourth, that'd be wonderful, even though he's going in the third and some. Yeah. And I'm a fan of the Miles is uh, both Gaskin and Boykin. Yeah, I think, yeah, Boykin, the I think Boykin's going to be round. pretty raw, um, you know, a couple, couple years. And, and I'm sure that people are sweating the, the, the Jackson. Um, spot <laughs> just yeah, not but getting... i mean like to me like but in i agree a year or two he'll thing. be a bit he'll be a better willie sneed and sneed got a lot of targets at the end uh, you know last year with with jackson so i think boykin is in a good spot to again like you said he's raw so like maybe in a year or two he'll definitely be the red zone target because he's giant but he's also fast oh, yeah. so i don't oh, he's think way, he's pitching... i mean he's super athlete way more athletic than than sneed too yeah so i think he can be in a good spot for a qb that would use a guy like him because he uses the tight ends and he's pretty, you know he's kind of the size of one but he's faster right. so yeah so i think uh, and uh Miles Gaskin in Miami because he's the first running back pick of the new right the new generation the new system the new coaching system whatever you yeah. want to call it a little bit different too than than Drake and Bellage mm -hmm. um you know Drake yeah like he's he's a workhorse kind of guy like yeah, the amount exactly. of carries that guy has had and you know he stayed healthy pretty much so yep I mean maybe not this year but next year he can be the guy for all intents and purposes i mean so yeah. it's worth just holding there are on a this. lot of guys in this just just to prove the point or to to send that message home that this was a good class um but the i agreed with just about every player that you named as far as being value uh foster moreau is one that stood out to me i i can't believe you said that that's um key he could very well become the starting tight end for that team and become quickly. fantasy relevant quick yeah exactly quickly because they don't have anyone else really there um and he was a great prospect, a great player, a great locker room guy. Everything about that kid is going to get him on the field. And then, you know, that's the opportunity that a tight end needs to become a pass catcher. Um, a lot of those inline guys can do that. We've seen it. Uh, kind of reminds me of like that leader, Jason Witten kind of. I'm not comparing him how he plays, but like that he's going to be the, you know, that guy that they rally behind and he's, he's on the field all the time. He's rah, rah. Um, nobody really talked about him as one of the tight, top tight ends, but before the end of the college the college season before the draft um he was you know talked about as one of the elite devi tight ends out there and i still think that he can become one of the better or best tight ends out of this class and that's a guy that i i tried to i mean i got after the draft in some cases yeah uh, that, that stuck out to me stood out to yeah me. but i mean like a tight end if a tight end can be drafted out of lsu a team that doesn't just pass the ball in general they don't, like yeah, i feel like don't. that has to mean something right it, it does well said. Yeah, they don't. I mean, they just don't. They don't pass the ball. Running backs come out of LSU. And um, yeah, he's it, the fact that Gruden and team brought him in. I think that speaks volumes, too. And, They're very and selective. I'm a Seahawks fan. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah? A Seahawks fan. And let that. me tell you that. that Luke Wilson will never be a thing. No. So no. and that's all they have there. And while they actually have better wide receivers now than they did last year when Jared Cook was actually being a thing. Yeah. It's still, I mean, there's no one else at tight end to really give him any sort of competition. The I think guys in the chat are talking about Darren Waller. Um, Who? He, Darren Waller, yeah. Who? The receiver, one time Darren. tight end, one Who? time receiver. 
from the Ravens, right? Exactly. I, I don't. <laughs> what was it like? Rotoviz that loved that guy to no ends yeah. when he was coming out. Yeah. Exactly. No. Sorry. He's, they're going <laughs> production crazy. Wise, no. Yeah. They don't like what we're talking about. No. I, I, Russ, I like all those guys you named. I mean, the, the tight ends, because this is a deep tight end class, and we forget yeah. about that. The and there are a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of day two tight ends. And Josh Oliver, you you talked about. Uh, Warring Knox. the yeah Knox Dawson Knox yeah. yeah Knox I missed on him yeah great great names has anyone actually drafted Drew Sample is he is he going to be yeah. a thing <laughs> it, auction drafts I saw him go you know well yeah. before the end when people were spending like their you know I get a player for the dollar minimum that I bid I mean he was he was uh, bid up pretty pretty good in one of the kitchen sink leagues I saw um, so people are on to him yeah. Him or Uzoma, like who we think is going to be the guy in Cincinnati? Like that's, Z- I mean, Uzoma at first. I mean, he's I think better than people think. He's a he's a buy low a value pick and start. Right. Yeah, and my points for blocking league samples going in the first <laughs> round. So, <laughs> wow. nice. great pick. They need to do that. Like you know, with cornerbacks, like the and I know you guys don't always play IDP, but like Gross. the bad Ooh, cornerbacks. The bad no, quarterbacks are the sought after guys. You can just stream them. You got to come up with scoring that works. Like, yeah, give tight ends their blocks. Then you don't have to worry about how many touchdowns they catch. How many blocks did your tight end get tonight? You know, all That's, the pancakes. All the pancakes. <laughs> I was <laughs> just about to pancakes. say that. Thank you. That'd be awesome. <laughs> pancakes or waffles? <laughs> waffles? Pancakes. I don't know pancakes. how. That pancakes that over is waffles. The second time I've been asked that today. Nice. Oh. I love it. What was your answer? Waffles, hands down. No, it's, it's got to be pancakes. No, Sorry. you're wrong, outhouse. Really? J. Mike, we're, so we're not we're not doing the giveaway anymore. Oh, too late! Oh. You already <laughs> tweeted it. It's it's in the ether. It's, it's in going, the zeitgeist it's going to the of name. The guy, the name guy, the one who didn't have one. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no one has screenshotted it. Just delete the tw- delete the tweet. Hurry, delete it. Delete it. Delete uh, it. <laughs> I want. I still want Tyler Eifert to have a successful <laughs> year or two before. Yeah, that guy's always hurt. Retires. Huh. Yeah, for him. Still on Eifert. First three, four games of the year, he's gonna be great. Nope. <laughs> So Gee, sad. Ugh, no, Brian, st- stop with the French toast thing. French toast has no 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 dealing in this conversation. Man, I like waffles and French toast both better than pancakes. That's amazing. God damn it, Jeremy. Sorry, so, man. I do uh, like you, pancakes. They they're in my top three. If you have pancakes made well, they're, they're definitely better than waffles. But like if you if you, someone that doesn't know how to make them, I would go with waffles with the, the te- texture. You gotta you gotta know how to make pancakes. If you have good ones, they're better. But it's just come to Jersey. We'll get on. them. We'll get waffles at a diner, and you'll know what they should taste like. I don't. I don't <laughs> think necessarily. Like, sure, pancakes are difficult enough to just make, but I think the person who is eating them also matters because you can really ruin a pancake like that. And who knew? Uh, from what Russ just said, apparently the Belgians settled in Jersey. I didn't know. That. <laughs> I did not say waffles. I said You're pancakes. You did You're say waffles. Oh, you meant pancakes, though. Okay. Um. But think about it. If you've got a three or four stack pancake, or if you've got the bigger ones and you got two or something, and mm-hmm. and you know you butter them up. First of mm-hmm. all, the moment that you put butter on that those sec first and second layers, like the butter doesn't even matter after about you know fifteen seconds. 
and then you go with the syrup and then that just soaks through the like entire thing and you basically have about three good bites of pancake and then oh, it's you don't need if you're buttering correctly you don't even need syrup not to mention if you're adding any sort of fruit or chocolate chips okay talk to that talk russ because let's okay i'm gonna throw it out there my son loves chocolate chip pancakes my daughter loves banana pancakes when they eat three bites and then are done i put that shit together and i feast on chocolate chip banana pancakes you guys are like the most inspiring group ever as soon as we're done here i'm gonna drive over to the local waffle house and just pig out i'm so hungry right now i i read a a um a take um, or maybe not red. I think I saw it on a TV show that you uh, you have two plates. You have one for your pancakes, and then you have one plate that you just uh, throw the syrup into, okay. and then you you know cut your uh, pancake into whatever kind of size that you want, and then dip. Just basically use that plate. My wife does that. Oh, I like it. I like it. I don't. My wife that. actually does that. Yet, she is a I cut and dipper. It might make me like pancakes a little bit more. You guys use real ma maple syrup, right? Yeah, I do. I uh have -huh. to. Real maple syrup. Get the bourbon infused maple syrup. The bourbon in it. Oh, for breakfast? Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Is that bourbon flavor? And bourbon in anything. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Always. <laughs> and when you make the pancakes, you gotta like on the griddle. You gotta use a griddle. You gotta like you melt butter, and then you don't need the butter on the pancakes. So you yeah, you get it's a, in it's the a nice pancake. texture. I agree with that. Syrup. And then only syrup on the pancake, no butter. Yeah, yeah, no extra butter. There you go. See, like, see, honestly, like I'm a pancake purist. I don't even put syrup on pancakes. <laughs> a little bit of butter and I'm good. That's all and I you need. You just love your carbs, don't you? Just why don't you just okay. eat I carbs? haven't don't eaten even carbs them. in so fucking long that yes. <laughs> that yeah, man. If you put pancakes in front of me, I would literally not use any utensils. I would go face first into Make that. it like a sandwich. Yeah. No, <laughs> F that. It's a euro. It's a pancake hotline for Russ. <laughs> Another thing you can do, guys, you take a little lemon zest and you put it in your pancake batter. Little no. lemon, lemon touch. Lemon oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lemon I can't do lemon. It's just uh, lemon doesn't belong in real food to me. Lemon okay. doesn't belong in liver, food. Liver good hot class. That's what he's bringing. <laughs> lemon, that that is that is a high class move. I'll put lemon it. Lemon doesn't belong in sure. baked goods or just things that you know have that uh, uh, texture to it. Pancakes definitely being one. I'm with you, Russ. But like I know, and tarragon on waffles. But, I mean, I can't sell that enough. So, do I need to tweet something? Do it. I'll try that. So, all right. So, there's a 24 hour diner like down the street for me. You guys in? Yeah. <laughs> I could probably get there in about six hours. I, shit, I wake I, up then. Plus, do it. We're with each other right now at this point. We can at least just hang out with you. <laughs> I'll, I'll tether my, my laptop to my cell phone, keep the Wi Fi going. Well, yep. We can do this. Yep, the free Wi-Fi. Get the code. Um, uh, well, J Mike disappeared for a moment. Did we have we gone through? We Russ, you said basically all tight ends, and then like uh, he did, he did, he really did. Gaskin and other and Miles and uh, let's see, Livergood. You said yours, Jeremy. You kind of mentioned yours earlier before we got into things. Did we say Darwin Thompson? I don't remember if anyone listened to him. Receiving back in Kansas City, I feel like you'd need to go with him. 
Yeah, the only running back that they drafted. I guess you have to, right? Um, Dexter Williams, I think that's his name, right? The guy in Green Bay. Because yeah, that was yeah, uh, we, we talked about him. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams like to get hurt, so there's a chance he sees the field. I like uh, Barnes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's he's might be uh, a little bit uh, or a little bit better of a fit. Um, almost of what, I mean, that's a huge stretch, but, uh, at least it's a, uh, a guy that they drafted, uh, as opposed to Derrick Henry. So well, he's a spell for Derrick Henry at this point until it comes yeah. to the time where Henry's contract runs out and they just won't pay him because mm-hmm. they don't feel the need to. Right. Big time. So I, I mean, when the hell did he get drafted? 2016. So what, one more year Henry has on his contract? So, yeah, maybe in another year, assuming Titans don't do something in 2020 at the running back, maybe Barnes has some value. Which I think every team will do something at running back in 2020. Right? Unless yeah. you have like a baller <laughs> running back, I'm they're so gone weirded in 2020. Out by the 2020 draft, like that no one is safe, like Saquon Sell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, Brian Har. How does that make you feel? Nice. Saquon's not safe. Uh, I can't wait to sell the uh, get rid of all the 2020 picks to everybody who wants them and pays a premium for them. I, that's going to be fun for me. Jonathan yeah, Taylor I, goes to the Giants in like the third round, and everyone just starts sweating. Right, that's the one thing no one's really talking about. That's actually Damn, rather makers. brilliant. The saturation is going to make everyone drop, like the wide receivers did this year. Like, think about how late those well, running backs are probably going to get drafted. I know it makes me. Th- well, y'all were talking about. Um, well, a few that kind of group together, and we're we're going way past what we need to be right now. But, <laughs> just because John, uh, just because J Mike's gone, yeah, J-Mike's just gone uh, temporarily. But uh, there's a few kind of around the third round, and they're um, kind of uh, drizzling. Little syrup reference for you <laughs> uh, into the <laughs> second round. <laughs> into the second round is uh, Madison, which which we talked about, and yeah. uh, Bryce Love. Um, guys that are, you know, third, fourth round picks, whatever that are behind other guys that were maybe don't trust entirely. And, uh, what did he just do? Did he just go get some pancakes? Is that what happened? Did he do it? This is totally happening. Right now. <laughs> oh my God. Did you really? No. This is to, why you need 100% bar live. 100% usurp everything that you're talking about. Usurp. Um, he said usurp. Like that. There you go. You serious? <laughs> uh, amazing, man. <laughs> See, that's why Jim uh, likes the best things, of all of us. One of my favorite things about pancakes is the ability to have just uh, a dab uh, of peanut butter right there in the middle. Ooh. Uh, no. Yes. Already peanut butter on anything. And these are these are pancakes left over from the Mother's Day breakfast uh, that I did. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, so we were talking about it, so I just figured I'd make it happen. But you uh, are inspired. As you were saying, hey. Bravo. Yeah, you go ahead and feast up. I I, I really didn't have much interest. What was I Hold talking on, about? I need to uh, I need to watch him take this first bite. Yeah, go ahead. Mm. I hate it. Mm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> mm. He really is enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Move. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Take it in. Uh, Rub it in. I'm so hungry right now. There's something, there's something about pancakes. Damn near midnight. I'll tell you what. 
Damn near midnight. <laughs> yeah, Jim, I uh, can get it here for you. For everyone. Um, but real quick, let's talk an, uh, for another hour about this. Um, the uh, um, Addison and the, the Bryce Love or whatever that are right behind guys that were maybe sweating a little bit. Like, what if we're just, we should be sweating Cook and Geis like next year because of the the class that's supposedly coming in or in 2021 or whatever it is, whenever they come out? Like, man, this sh- it's just so so much change constantly that like literally no one is safe. I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, it, I, I understand where you're going with that. Like we put all the stock in these players and then the next draft they're yeah. replaceable. It's Trey Mason every year. Uh, the stupid Rams, Zach Stacy, Trey Mason. Yeah. Everyone's going to get Trey Mason next year. I'm serious. Especially with running backs. It wasn't too long ago. Eddie Lacy was what taking on the first, second round of dynasty startups. So it happens with running backs. That's why you really need to make sure you invest in those core wide receiver assets. And yeah, you're, you're totally right. Darius guys, Dalvin cook, those guys could be totally forgotten about next year, depending on what happens, how they play this year, that type of thing. Completely Eddie Lacy liked pancakes. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Benny Snell. You guys didn't talk about Benny Snell, and I really Benny think Snell. his opportunity in Pittsburgh is really, really good. Uh, obviously, they. Could I was turn, very worried where you're going with this for Jay. They, they, they could turn us into running backs. The Steelers' offensive line, that that team. Uh, I really think Benny Snell has a great opportunity. He's being drafted way too low. You think he's more than just a backup to James Conner? I mean, he's absolutely going to be a backup to James Conner now. I, I think he's capable of being a starting running back. And, yeah, I mean, I just think he's not that far away from being a starter. Some of the guys, you know, in this draft are two and three deep. Um, this guy's got, you know, an opportunity to play right away and, you know, be the lead backup behind Conner. I mean, look, they don't have a lot of best. They don't. I love James Conner. I mean, everything, the story about him, how well he played last year, all of it, I, I get it, but they just don't have a lot invested in that guy. Um, and th- we know they can turn just about anyone into a running back. I'm just saying that I think I would draft him higher than he's going based on that situation that he's got there. Yeah, and he's a you know solid running back. He doesn't do anything super well but yeah he's he, he could definitely fit that role something happens to james connor if he gets hurt heaven forbid yeah he can step in and and you know he's a guy you could flip for a 2021st pretty easily you know if he if he steps into that lead role in pittsburgh and i think he's just got you know what it takes to be a, a starting running back pretty quickly based on you know the the volume of work that he did in college so i you know i just i i'm higher on him i think than a lot of others um, i've heard running and i've seen in drafts too he's available late i i don't understand why because there are so many backs the backs you've named that have gone earlier and it seems like the there are more backs in front of him i mean like homer a couple backs in front of him snell maybe just one um and i like travis homer too but i'm just saying like there the path to relevance is a little shallower or a little shorter for snell i'm not sure who this person is in trade addict six but his Twitter handle is J Mick check. Not sure. I don't know if you've heard of him. <laughs> Who's that guy? But uh, two twelve drafted no. uh, Benny Benny Snell. I think his name mm. is. Oh yeah. Um, I'm a Kentucky that. fan, and I want him on my team. Too high? Yes. Oh well. I'm gonna have fun. Hashtag Snell. Yeah. Was the uh, comment. I don't remember that. Good work. 
Good work, J. Mike. <laughs> no, but like, I, I don't remember if I said it now or if I said it on, you know, whatever the hell podcast I was recording yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Trade Addicts Podcast. Um, like, why are we? <laughs> I'm not sure you plugged that enough tonight. Could you say it a couple? What's more the Twitter times? handle for Trade Addicts Pod? I need to know. I, don't, I forgot. <laughs> Is it Dynasty Trades HQ? Yeah, at Dynasty Trades HQ. I think I think at FF Joe's follows you. I'm not sure, but <laughs> J Mike, do we have a Brian plug that yet. we can share? Uh, <laughs> oh wait, it's but like, why would we draft Benny Snell any later than we drafted uh, Connor two years ago? Because it's the same position, right? You drafted James Conner hoping, not hoping, hoping is the absolute wrong word. I apologize. <laughs> you know, on the chance that uh, Lev Bell got hurt, right? And because when that happens is James Conner is going to walk in and he's going to be the guy. I mean, yeah, Jalen Samuels will probably get some of the passing work. But if James Conner goes down, Benny Snell's getting those first two downs. Well, easy, right? J. Mike? Like, he's going to be that guy. Listen. I'm 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 not the one to ask this for for an unbiased opinion. <laughs> oh, I wasn't looking for an unbiased I'm opinion. The, That's why I asked you. I'm not the one. I am <laughs> I am I am I am Snellia through and through. Snellia. Uh, b- between him and Damian Harris, like I said, literally the only reason I don't have both of them in the in the early second spot is because like and things were crazy uh, right around the the time of the draft for me. So literally, I would have both of them on every single team if 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 I had it my way, but uh, big, big Benny Snell fan, super productive. And for the fact of people to dismiss him um, and, and yes, he could be a backup and Connor could be amazing and nothing could come of it. Obviously that's the case for a lot of guys, but if he gets an opportunity, he's been as productive in college as anyone else. Um, if not more so in the, in one of the toughest conferences that there is on top yeah. of that, he's going into, as, as people call it, the nut situation in that we've seen Pittsburgh running backs be wildly productive for years now. Uh, I'm not saying he's left bell. I'm not saying he's James Conner, but I'm saying that he can be productive in that offense and it's worth a shot in your late seconds. Uh, I'm probably going to take him sooner because, again, I'm from Lexington and I'm wildly biased. So that's that's me. Um, snail, yeah, through and through. Gabe, I don't care if you scoff at it. I don't care if you hate it. Uh, I don't care if you don't want me to co-host with you anymore. Yeah, nice. Actually, I, I do care very much about that. That's not shotgun J Mike. If uh, Gabe breaks off, sorry, Brian. The- <laughs> <laughs> but 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 Benny Snell is me worth throwing hands over. Who wants these hands? That's all. I want. <laughs> Who wants these hands? I'm with you, man. Rant uh, over. Thank you, thank you for that, Russ. I appreciate. It. That was therapeutic. J Mike, I don't know if I've ever really like hated against Snell. Is it just like the Kentucky thing or, or what? It, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah obviously. No, I just when you give the look that you're giving right now. Oh, the one where you where you, you can't see your <laughs> mouth <laughs> and your eyes have zero emotion. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to um, scold me for saying something or if you're going to be excited for me. It, it's the same look. It's your poker face, and you do it mm. incredibly well. And I don't know how you feel. Like that's the same look that you give when I said we're gonna, hey, we're gonna have a giveaway, and you were kind of semi excited about it. And it's also the same look that you give when we talk about Damian Williams for thirty minutes. Like that's that's the same, <laughs> that's look, the same look I gave you when you talked about Damian Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared when uh, Liverhood started talking about Hardman again. 
I was a little bit. <laughs> having flashbacks. That's, that's the problem, and I don't I don't blame anyone that uh, you know doesn't listen. Our guests that are here tonight, or other guests that don't like listen week to week, because like, why would you? <laughs> but uh, if if you come on and then don't realize that like we literally just talked about <laughs> Cole uh, Hardman, I, I, yeah, I we forgot. literally just talked about Damian Williams week to week. Yeah, but, you like, had the Hardman, Christian Kirk. Yeah, parallel. I, I, yeah, he he hates he hates those people, Ryan. That's not a you problem. That's a gay problem. <laughs> no, I'm I'm. Yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah, that's a me problem. All right, um, but I I do appreciate Snell. I think that when you said that, uh, I'm not saying he's Lev Bell. I'm not saying he's James Carner. I I think. I think you're just saying that he's a Pittsburgh running back though. Like Connor and bell are like so different. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Connor, Connor's yeah. probably closer to Snell really than, than he is to bell, like athletically, like kind of draft capital, uh, their build. Like, I, I, I don't know necessarily the tape standpoint from, from um, how they run, but I don't know. I, I think that they're pretty similar and he, he could have a shot. So, uh, Snell, yeah? Is that what you said? Snell, Snell yes. Hashtag Snell, Snell yeah. yeah. Toot, toot. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, with that said, J-Mike, should we... Uh, no. We, we running for the record? No. We keep Wait, it going? Yeah. Keep it going. <laughs> and Devin Singletary, there's another guy. I'm just kidding. Go <laughs> no, seriously, what's the I'll deal talk about Devin Singletary? I love Devin Singletary. We could talk about every player, though. I don't like Devin Singletary. (laughs) I knew I could get him. There's there's nothing to like about Devin Singletary's situication right now. Okay, LaShawn McCoy's probably going to be gone before the season starts. I get that. TJ Yeldon time, baby. Yes. Yes, exactly. And let's let's be honest. The Immortal is going nowhere unless he wants to. Frank Gore will never go away uh, unless he chooses to. That guy is. I, for six years, six years, I have every single year said this is the year Frank Gore is going to fall off that cliff. And it, well, you're bound to be right. That I'm going to say it until I am. Just double that, down. That's the truth. <laughs> every single year, this is the year. That, that's like <laughs> Madman talking about Perriman every year. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm never cutting him. <laughs> Yeah, we all like Corey Coleman and Josh Doxson. Doxson, yeah. Bring it back around. Parker. We talked a lot. Yeah, Devonta Parker's gone. We had a lot of <laughs> football talk. A football talk, J. Mike. You want to bring up tacos like you were doing in the Trade Addict 6 uh, group chat? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. And if you're still sticking with us, guys, great. Uh, let's have a really, really quick draft. Can we do that? Do it. Let's do it. Taco Perfect. draft. So, f- first of all, is this does a taco love, draft? Does everyone love tacos? If uh, if the sure, answer is yeah. no, get out. Yeah, love them, <laughs> love them. Okay, really, um, I don't know that I know different I kinds. I'm just like, oh, hey, uh, taco. I'm, I'm trying to think of the different kinds of tacos. That's the problem. I know how many are there? This is my draft. Get some culture, you yeah. guys. Well, there's your Taco Bell. There's your. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> you get out. I, I hey, Mike, I think we better wrap this up. <laughs> I'm just gonna end up being mad. Yeah, I'm, mad man. I'm, I'm gonna end up being the madman. It's straight to the asylum. 
it's not even it's not even a, a, like a place for tacos, but like what you want in your tacos. Like in for example, taco, like, yeah, I know. Hey, right. a steak taco, like whatever, maybe. So okay, at, on the YouTube there video, there are names for tacos. Come on, I'm just saying, Russ, you're 101. I'm 102. Bruin, you are 103. Livergood, 104. Running up the rear, Gabe, 105. All right, so this is a snake do... draft. No, <laughs> I don't know if I can get past one a or two lightning, a lightning fast taco draft. Holy cow. I'm picking one thing, or am I picking my ideal taco? Ideal you taco, toppings, you can uh, say the name, you can do both. It's all right, so I mean, there's no name for it. I need some steak, I need some cheese. Um, Lettuce or cabbage. I need some crunch in there. Some nice, thinly sliced. Um, I'm down with some guac. Uh, yeah. Two drink. Thank you for setting me Two straight. Drink. I said avocado. Right, and he's like, you might as well just say guac because that's the right answer. Yes, yeah. because guac <laughs> is just avocado and pico. And those two things would go on my taco anyway. So that that is the basis. Steak, cheese, guac, and something for a crunch. Probably some cabbage. And anything else you want to throw in there is just gravy, hot sauce, hot sauce on everything. Yeah, hot sauce. Steak tacos at 101 for Outhouse. At 102, I'm going with, and this is a tough decision for me. I'm a huge shrimp taco fan. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. Garlic. Got to be garlic. Lime and Ooh, shrimp yeah. tacos. Oh, yeah. And, and life is good for me. Yeah. That's all I got. I'm getting some tacos for lunch tomorrow. Bruins. Nice. 103. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with some kind of a fish taco because everything else, yes. uh, kind of, I, I'm, I'm going to go with fish, pretend I'm near the, near the ocean. So, um, and not fried grilled fish. I know fried works no. for a lot of people. Wrong. So I'm Wrong. going grilled, um, with, and, and you have to have some guac. Yeah, no, no, you took my steak. <laughs> steak would have been when it would have been my first choice. He was my Saquon Barkley, but you took it. So now I'm going with my Zeke. Leave me alone. Uh, so cilantro on that. Um, I, I agree with the crunch. I don't know what I want to put on that for crunch. It definitely not. Uh, maybe cabbage because that yeah. goes better on fish than it yeah. does on steak. Steak needs not cabbage. So I'm going cabbage. Yeah, said that. Yes. Cilantro, a little lime, definitely the spice, but grilled, not fried, and uh, a little bit of guac. What do they call it? It's like a creamier version of guac. I don't know what they do to it, but that's that's ideal. After steak, that's what I want. That grilled fish taco. And they actually have them right down the street, but it's closed. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Liver good. Oh, man. It's tough because you've kind of taken the top ones. But I'm going to go with like a little Asian fusion taco. So I'm going to go with like a raw tuna with like a crunchy taco shell. There was this sushi place in Belma, Massachusetts. We just go to it. It's called Tuna Tacos. So so basically it's like like a raw tuna uh, kind of like, you know, uh, Asian meets, you know, taco. That's so I guess that's what I'm going with is the I'm uh, there for that, man. That's, yeah. I am too. Asian, that's Asian fusion taco. That's my everybody opinion. was going for the shitty receivers and you just Michael Thomas it right up. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Get your green tacos for the win. Yeah, I think that's out of the box when you, you have the number four pick. So, you know. Wow. Well done. That, that's oh, well. that's the Mecole Hardman of Taco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I love, I love how, you, Gabe. I love how, like, hey, you, you know, you have like tacos. Ryan's like, yeah, yeah. and then he busts <laughs> out that it. And that was way better than his pickup line. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Food, yeah. I'm good. Pickup lines, not not so much. Yeah. 
leave it to yeah, the last. You nailed it in on the taco, one way or the other. But uh, we'll wait for that one for everyone to laugh on that. No, hit the, <laughs> hit the live track button. There, there we go. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> Gabe. I just want to share. I just want to share this name that I came up with for a taco. Um, okay. I, I, I typically. I mean, Austin is the taco capital of the world. Um, mm -hmm. At me, at me, <laughs> if you would want unofficial to... or official. Did you just like make make this up for yourself because you were there? <laughs> or... I go somewhere in Mexico. Is no, I mean Austin, actual... Austin does literally claim to to be that. Um, I think that people don't like it. You know. Okay, gotcha. So bring all the hate towards me. Hate. At at at. Uh, but I just want to. So I I typically make this order um wherever I'm going for tacos. Uh, but I I want to share a name for one that I usually get. It is not my 105, but it is a taco that I enjoy. An honorable mention, per se, J Mike. Um, let's see if you guys can figure this one out. It's really tough. It's called a pochizo. <laughs> oddly sounds familiar. I don't know what that is though, but yeah. Mm. Potatoes, cheese, <gasps> eggs, chorizo. Ooh, I'm oh, that's, oh, that's good. Taco. Yeah, breakfast taco. Love it. Love it. Pochizo. No, pre like no, breakfast tacos are are probably the best. Um, next, right next to uh, you know what? Y'all said some good tacos. Like the, the fish is is one that I would um get down with the most. El Pastor is definitely yes, right. El Pastor, yeah, definitely. I, I was going to mention that if no one else did. Yeah. Yep. Cilantro, um, the lime, all the goods, but uh, pineapple, um, yep. marinated in. I don't need the pineapple on it. Yeah, yeah. The organic shit doesn't have the pineapple on it. All right, but uh, mine is uh, my go-to. It's breakfast. It is none other than Migas. Mm. It's so simple, but it's got your crunch, Russ. Okay, it's got the tortilla chips crumbled on Ooh. top. It's eggs and onions and peppers. It is so delectable, baby. There is no other choice than the Migas taco. You put whatever sauce you want on there. I don't care. Rojo, Rojo, is that what it is? Rojo, bringing uh, that, bringing it back to football. I like it. Yeah, Rojo, little verde, huh? Uh, yeah, the green sauce is delicious. Yeah, um, I could go on on tacos, J. Mike. So that was the worst thing you could have brought up at two hours <laughs> twenty minutes in. I really about eighteen rounds on that. Oh my goodness! But thank you for bringing it up in the first place, my man. There's a chicken teriyaki taco that is wonderful that actually has the pineapple in the taco, which is worth it. That's mm. where it needs to be. Barbecue beef brisket on tacos with the—I mean, Ooh. just there's so many things. Yep, yep. There's a any, uh, any Korean food inside of a taco is fantastic. <laughs> Mercy. Yeah, I can see that. Mercy. No, oh. Kore Korean street tacos are goat because you yep. got the kimchi. So. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it right there. Oh, I'm just trying to break the record for longest open bar. That's all I'm trying to do right now. I hope what you guys it? realize you know? this. I just you know, know Ryan's Ryan Ryan. I don't know what the record is, um, but I know that Ryan, as a librarian, I don't think that he's gonna appreciate the fact that 
he's going to be sleeping all day when people are going to be asking him to look up to find certain books of whether or not they're in. It's a quiet environment, though. Come on. Exactly. Too quiet, which would give him the ability to fall asleep sitting up straight on the job. Dude, I'm about to be on a conference call for like at least a good two hours in the middle of the day tomorrow, closing my (laughs) office door. And I'm going to be in deep concentration on the call I'm on. I have That's a call that starts at, in seven hours at 7.30. These new Agile things we're doing, I we, they schedule at 7.30. I'm like, 7.30 to 8 Quit. to have this touch point meeting? That's when I'm getting Quit. my kids ready for the bus, and they get on the bus. I can't I can't talk to you. That's a good reason to quit a job. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Carnitas, man. Got, guys, you know, like get, get the carnitas taco and the pickled um, – I don't know why, but like I – Oh, bring it up pickled onions. Hey, Zach. If yeah, you're yeah. Just, <laughs> on the pork, it's just like, you can put them on anything, but like the pickled onions on the pork, and then you can, I just, I love that. That's amazing. So there's, I could eat like six of those right now, I think. Is the tacit assassin with us still? No, I haven't seen him comment in a while in the mythical chat. He goes to bed early. I think we're hovering right around the record. I don't know what the record is, but I know that it's more than two hours. And I yeah, there know was one that a few we weeks are more than two with, hours. You had the EP on a few weeks ago, and it was like right around draft time where you had like a good like two hours and 20 minutes. Breakfast taco at 105. This is the steal of the draft by a mile. Awesome. <laughs> Who said that? Who said Ethan that? Ethan Turner. Ethan. Doctor. My guy. He's a PT. But still, we call him Doctor. Doctor, yeah. Oh yeah, the because of the doctor of physical, the doctorate physical therapy. Yeah, my wife's an occupational therapist. I don't call her doctor. I mean, I. (laughs) What do you call her, Jeremy? (laughs) Tell you, it's not safe for the show. There's, I, I feel like there's no rating on this show. She's, she's my favorite girl, though. I tell her that. Thank Still goodness Manila is not here right now. Please, thank you. Because <laughs> he would explain in detail why he calls her, what he calls her. It's Who? Like, Wait, what? I missed something. Tell me that. Tell me the story. Oh, I'm saying this is the type of stuff that you guys have to guard against on Trades HQ. Because oh, good God. All the rails about his pet name for his wife or something crazy, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, Shane is nuts. <laughs> Love working with that guy. Should we, uh, should we should we do a mock uh, rookie draft since everyone else is doing no, it? No, no. I think that's hilarious. That's, yeah, that's we'll original work. content right there. <laughs> 103, that's right? Two and, a, two and a half hours in. Let's finally start our rookie mock. Guys, stay tuned. And all the mock straight. Point five hours in for our mock draft. I mean, you're joking, but I'm down if you guys are. <laughs> Earlier, Brian, Brian in the chat hit us. Brian said, "Why are you still up, Russ?" <laughs> Seriously, like once eleven o'clock hits while we're recording our show is when I start, to, you know, bringing out the man. I'm tired, <laughs> but also I don't usually hit up two gigantic glasses of vodka while recording my show. It's dangerous. Uh, Gabe, we had a two hour and 36 minute show. That was the Jake Anderton episode. Anderton. <laughs> Which I love because that is that now his team name in Trade Addict 7. Yep. <laughs> that was a pretty. Yeah, that is his name in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not seeing uh, that one. I think that might take the take the cake. I see that one there, 235. Yeah, we're probably hovering around that. I don't know when we started, but eight. We, we always say you know 845, 9:45 ish. So this is the record. We got to hover. You, you mean we didn't start at 9:30? Always on time. It was 9:30 and some change there. Yeah. What is yeah. time really, Russ? What is time? Oh, now we're science has not proven Finally. that time actually exists. I'll just throw that theory out there. All right. through the hourglass. Okay. So are the days of our lives. Frank Gore. Frank Gore. <laughs> Frank Gore. 101. Frank Gore. Uh-huh. It's a startup. That'll take us three more hours, right? <laughs> Talk about rookie drafts. Rookie start, startup. <laughs> Go. Who's first? Ish stands for 930. Exactly, Har. 930-ish. <laughs> That's exactly what it means, ish. All right, but for real, I got it. No, we. I can't keep doing this game. I've had to. <laughs> Let's, yeah, you know what? Let's edge outhouse just like I was tonight with the Lakers not getting the number one overall pick. Like, I would have been fine with 11, but I'm not okay with four. Don't do me what? like that, Zion. How? Like, I get that you got your hopes up, but isn't four still better than 11? Yeah, in general, outhouse, but just like emotionally, it hurt, man. But don't you, I don't you, no, I don't get it. <laughs> what I mean, I don't even really understand the idea of basketball as a sport in nice. general. I mean, like, ever since Patrick Ewing retired, I don't think basketball mattered in New York. And let's face it, basketball never mattered in New Jersey. Okay, how about I mean, this? Okay, a, you had a Jeremy uh, Lin, right? Who's your Linsanity. Jeremy Lin? Yeah. Who? I, I Linsanity. Oh, okay. I didn't know that guy had a real name. Who's your Who's your favorite <laughs> player to draft right now? Outhouse. Football. Yeah, and rookies. Rookie rookie uh, yeah. draft. Favorite rookie. Yeah. Who is it? Tell me. I. I mean, name all the favorite, tight ends. I'm just kidding. <laughs> favorite, I mean, favorite, I don't know, but I've been ending with so much uh, JJ Arcega Whiteside just because okay. of where he's been. Where, where is he in ADP, J Mike? Say that one more time. Who? Uh, Sega. Jaws. Sega. Sega. Uh, he's number nine. 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 And uh, just like probably oh, not a super flex, like a standard thing, whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, all my leagues are super flex. So, I mean, I've been getting one around the 112 ish. Okay, so we'll say his ADP is around 112. Now check this. Okay. You have a pick at 305, and no one is letting you trade up. You go through the entire second round, and people are taking McCole Hardman, Hollywood Brown, Justice Hill, <laughs> Irv Smith, Daniel Jones. Every, they're taking everyone but Sega. And it is, what did I say? Pick you had 305. And it is the 304. And you're still trying to trade up. And that motherfucker won't let you trade up. And who does he take? Sega. He takes it. Why, Our Sega How does that make you feel, man? That's How does that feel? Not great. I'm going to be honest. Right, not, great. not incredibly great, man. Just saying, you know, you're you're gonna be fine. Everything's fine, but 
You know, it hurts, man. Is this a class? <laughs> <laughs> is this a? It, I mean, I know, I, I, I know literally zero about basketball, but sometimes there is a class where there's more than four dudes that actually matter. <laughs> nice. Because I know Always. basketball is the kind of sport where once you pass the lottery, it doesn't matter anymore. But maybe the number four guy matters. I just want you to be happy, Gabe. That's that's, that's all I care about. That's true. You know what? We're trading that pick away, anyways. I just I I will trade it away. I I like I actually like Jean Morant like a lot, and J Mike and I will probably talk about that at some point later. But man, that dude can ball. Um. So, anyways, let's uh, yeah. Have we got? Have we did? Did we do it? Did I edge you enough? Are we there? Let's see. It's got to be. Oh, I bet it's close. I really want to end it like now. <laughs> oh, dude! If you give me a chance to sign off, it's gonna last twenty minutes just to make sure we get this longest, right, the longest episode. Yeah, we we always do outros for way too long, anyway. So we've we've made it. We'd definitely make it. Um, anyone else have anything to say before we do an outro? Here, are we good? Can we talk like about all the tight ends in this class, just like Russ? <laughs> tight end mock draft, go. Look, Irv Smith is just really not as appreciated as he should be. I mean, everyone's talking about... I'm not really... I have nothing to say. I just really wanted to keep talking. (laughs) Well, we'll start with you then. Say your words, um, Outhouse. Say your goodbyes. I promise we will reach the eclipse of the the record of the longest running open bar. This is all you do, baby. No, I mean... I. The amount I love you guys can literally not be measured in this world. I, if I could be any other podcast hosts other than myself, it would be you guys. Uh, besides, I was listening to the the Dynasty Dummies mock draft that just happened, and even Kyle was like, "I'm just going to let J Mike do this because that's how good he is." And then J Mike started speaking, and I'm just like, "Holy shit, man!" Like. I want to be J Mike when I grow up. That's what I want to be. So Admirable. like the, the, just like the the love that is thrown in the direction of this magic screen where I can see you guys. Like I, I literally relish the opportunity to be on this show any chance you give me, except for when that man named Zach Reed is on because he ditched my show. So oh, I will man. not be on the same show as him. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh but no seriously th- <laughs> thank you for letting me on i love being here i love talking to you guys and it is just so much fun to just the fact that you guys let me be the ass that i really am with, with no like holding me back is just great so i appreciate it and and seriously the the love for you guys knows no bounds so thank you and good night everybody wow oh trade addicts is oh. a show oh. i host and okay. Brian Har. Everybody love Brian Har. He's the man. Go talk to him. Har said that he was going to uh, perform the intro on his open bar appearance, right? Yes. Yeah. We have to get Brian Har on next week, so he will do uh, his own rendition of Gabe's Open. And yes, Russ is very drunk, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Russ, just to give you a heads up, in the chat, we actually got the 528 show scheduled. Um, We just need one. Look at that. We are working. 
Yeah. So Ethan, Ethan Turner and Brian Hart, since they're like the last ones left in the chat, they're, they're be joining us on Pop 28. So <laughs> That's cool. I'm pretty sure that literally is just Lowe's too, isn't it? Love it. it is. Wow. Amazing. All right. Amazing. Yeah. Ethan, Ethan's definitely welcome after he, um, you know, uh, joined my team uh, and uh, made my bias stronger. So thanks, Ethan. <laughs> Um, yes, Russ, thank you, um, for the kind words and, um, one of my favorite people to hang out with in New York. Don't tell Jake. <laughs> and, um, we will meet up again soon. Hopefully. Yes. Uh, in Jersey, hopefully. baby. Jersey. No, stick to um, New York. Jersey's not that great. Yeah, you're right. Um, all right. The madman up next. What do you have to say to us? You can talk hey. about my mom now. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. It, it truly is a privilege. Um, I'm not quite as well-spoken as Russ, but I have to say, you guys are legends. Uh, your podcast is uh, notorious. Uh, everybody wants to be on here. I am really glad to be on here for a second time. I appreciate it. I know you know you, you could have had anyone on, and I'm appreci appreciative of you having me on to talk all this football stuff. I'm at Dynasty Trades HQ with uh, Shane Manila. Some people know who he is and Michael Sipes. Those are my guys. That's my favorite thing. Do a little writing out there at Fantasy Pros. Um, and yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I'll come back anytime and we'll get you guys uh, on to do a mock draft because everybody does mock drafts. So uh, wanted to throw that out there. And bring tacos or pancakes. It doesn't matter which, just one or the other. Yo, take a you. pancake. Can you turn it into pancake a taco. taco? I know. What? I'm sure Taco sure. Bell's done that. All right, let's talk about this for another they 20 minutes. They do everything. <laughs> they do everything at Taco Bell. Hey, let's put this in there. Look. It really freaked me out when they made an egg a shell for a taco. That just really was enough. It seems like something I did in college just because I had no other food, and they're selling it. Yep, the things you could do when you're broke is pretty uh, pretty amazing. <laughs> Creative, yeah, yeah. A mother of all invention, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, thank you, Madman. Appreciate you. Hopefully, we can get you on sooner than uh, uh, December 2017. <laughs> until until now, that gap is hopefully shorter for the next time. But um, do appreciate you coming on. Thank uh, you. Who do we have next? The liver good. Remember. That liver good. Good, my man. Good to meet you tonight. Likewise. It was great. What do you have to say to the people? You know, when you guys asked me on the show, I kind of felt like, remember Admiral Stockdale? He was Ross Perot's running mate. I'm aging myself. Yeah. Help me yeah. out, Jeremy. Yeah, you remember. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely. So, yeah, how do you and know about Yeah, Jeremy's and, old. He knows this. No, I'm, I'm old. I'm 42. So, so he's like, You're the, what? The first debate. Like, he's like, you know, who am I? What am I doing here? And I kind of feel that way that you guys asked me on the show. You know, I'm a co-host of a very small dynasty podcast the fantasy joe's podcast we're at ff joe's i'm at Riddle librarian so just to be on with you guys it's awesome and to echo what outhouse and madman have said you guys are great hosts i mean really among the, the dynasty community uh, gabe j mike you guys are you're just great i mean this this show was so much fun the chat the the camaraderie that you have uh, just to be a part of this was was a blast and i had a, so much fun so I, I just thank you for asking me on the show. Um, uh, th this was just so much fun. Just, you know, talking about tacos and waffles versus pancakes and, <laughs> you know, whatever we talked about tonight. It was a blast. So thank you so much. Good times.
Absolutely. I literally don't know what we talked about tonight. <laughs> but uh, that's a, a lot great of it, thing. You just yeah, you guys could talk about whatever. You pull us right in along with you. That's uh that's there's an art to that. Um for sure. Yeah, you guys are good. Keep it up. And have me back every week along with uh, Outhouse and uh, mm-hmm. Liver Good and all the other people that want to come on every week. Oh, gosh. That's going to be really hard, guys. If Big we room. bring on the same people every week. We're on YouTube. <laughs> uh, yes. Thank all three of you. Um, this has been great. Um, really, really good just combination of people tonight. I enjoyed it. It was too much fun. Too much fun. Um, Jay, Mike, would you like to say some words to our guests, to our people? Please do. Yeah, this this is this is where no, everyone I'm, starts listening. Jay, Mike, po- you know this. You're, no, you're becoming just... becoming America's uh, the the equivalent of Captain America and his ass. This is uh, America's <laughs> voice. Jay, Mike, check. Uh, I, I just, <laughs> Gabe, I just need you to know that I love you three thousand. Uh, oh god why are you making me cry at one i love you andre three thousand baby (laughs) (laughs) the yeah i love you three thousand so to our guests uh i am almost moved to (laughs) tears just at the i'm just humbled um by the by the appreciation the love Uh, thank you guys for the kind words thank you guys for joining us um, little little show where we talk a lot of nonsense and a little fantasy and, and get to know people and try to have a lot of fun. So we enjoy the heck out of it. Thank you guys for being with us. To everybody, everyone in the chat, <laughs> to specifically Brian Har and Ethan Turner, who have been <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> hey, this <laughs> might be the longest majority. open bar, but they are the longest, you know, uh, viewers of of an episode. So I mean, that's certainly Thank something you know. to mention. Brian, I know that you are married. It is not that far off from Mother's Day, man. Just make sure you're you're still married after this. <laughs> uh, yeah, his, his wife's been probably asleep for the last two hours or so. Something crazy. You know it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to everybody that rock with us in the chat, thank you guys for rocking with us. Tons of fun this evening. Uh, we'll be back again next week with another set of guests. Excited for that as well. And obviously, Brian and Ethan, as we've said. Precursor to a couple weeks from now, 528, they'll be joining us and we'll get one more and, and figure it out. But uh, to everyone that's checking us out in podcast form, thank you so much for downloading. Thank you so much for checking us out. And, and whether it be Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Play, whatever it may be, thank you so much for checking us. Uh, you know, and, and again, the offer still stands. More than happy to be able to get you a free t shirt in that. <laughs> We'll have the bingo wheel going again next week. We're looking to give away a T-shirt. You give us a review. Show us some love. We'll enter your name in that. We'll do it live on the show for credibility. Uh, <laughs> that's what the people need. Uh, and, and we're happy to do it. So uh, I'm winning next week. Thank you to everyone in the chat. Thank you uh, to everyone checking us out, listening. Thank you. Uh, we are humble to do it. I'm on Twitter at jmikecheck, at J-M-I-C check. My main man, Gabe, is on Twitter at FFmanBun. The show's handle is at the open bar FP, as in fake pigskin. What up, crew? Uh, and to everyone, uh, just thank you so much. This is way too much fun, and it's absurd that we get to do it. So with all that said, uh, again, uh, theopenbar.storeenv.com. If you do want to check out our shirts, we've got more randomness coming in the in the coming weeks as well with, with designs and whatnot. Uh, if, if you feel so inclined, girls clout cookies, what up? Uh, you <laughs> out there. 
What? Uh, but, it's true, uh, man. Again, uh, Bungie, Gabe, my main man, take us home. Seriously, one of the truest hashtags ever. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't even know what else to say, dude. You said it all. You're you you did it so well and I'm I'm exhausted myself. We're like literally going on like if we started on time this if we started on time it would have been a 3 hour show. And that is nuts. Um but this has been absolutely amazing. Go check out uh all these guys podcasts. I was looking at you cuz I I I I try to type everyone's um podcast handle in and madman you're on a few podcasts dude yeah yeah i failed to mention at best ball manual with uh brad rays yeah very very good uh co-host um we just started we have two episodes out i'm actually editing the third um some guests lined up jennifer eakins um uh, oh my god i just lost the other chris yeah Yeah, those two are my invite the monday mommy yeah, those two are our first two guests. Uh, we'll do the, those guests. And, you know, um, there's a famous person that did our intro for Best Ball Manual. You need to just, even if you don't listen to the podcast, listen to the intro of that podcast. And it's um, our fearless rapper in charge here, uh, Man Bun, uh, with genius <laughs> lyrics and, um, and unbelievable. And I hear it actually sounds really good at 1.5 or 2 times speed. Uh, so speed <laughs> up and down and you're, you're going to laugh. I love that song. But yeah, Best Ball Manual, Brad Reyes, he's great. Uh, hopefully we'll give you some education there. Um, I'm learning some things too. And Off the Rails Dino is just something, Off the Rails Dino is just something I do with some friends. Uh, Outhouse is supposed to come on soon. Uh, we just... Uh, anything that's out there, any narrative, any trend, anything like that, we just like to shoot holes in it. We like to uh, take it off the rails. Um, so we're 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 untracking all those um, hyped things um, whenever we get a chance. And there's a few episodes out there we do that probably quarterly. So yeah, I mean, I'm all about stratocasting and podcasting these days. The, the whatever the wife lets me do, really around the house, as long as I'm home, which podcasting and stratocasting lets me do. Stay home. Yeah. Be here for the night. You are free reign. Be able to do a three-hour pod. My goodness. Drinking beer. Um, Good buds. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> I think you're half awake now at this point, man. Bud. I'm. Yeah, it's gone. I, I don't, I'm not sure if you guys are the same people or if we're already like into next week and Jay might didn't tell me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Add another hour. No. 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 That's the best <laughs> That's what happened. That's what happened when I was recording that. I was like walking around that. Yeah. Shout out to all y'all doing your podcast. We know that grind and um, what it takes. So um, keep doing you, whether you're a listener or guest on this show. Uh, We love all of you. And um, if you want an intro, maybe I'll help you with that. If I have some time in the future, I'm going to – helped a particular individual out this week and uh should hey, be dropping be a little week. self-serving right now patreon.com slash genius mm. throw it out oh, there that's true. Mm. yeah Good yeah point. i don't i don't um yeah i don't uh, i don't ask for well i do and uh <laughs> whenever the hell i actually edit but the new trade addicts it's at the end of there too cool so i do actually genuinely appreciate that um all right so next week j mike said we have a show i'm gonna have to believe him um 
Otherwise, I'll just send a link to an empty space and we'll see what happens. Um, I, just so up, find, I just tried to find your Patreon account on Google and I, I came across the Lazy Genius Collective is creating the Lazy Sisters. These sisters share their love of candles and James McAvoy. I guess that's oh, no. not it. Right? That's not- <laughs> that, that, well, no, that's, that's actually gay. That was, yeah, that was my first attempt at uh, <laughs> Patreon. Yeah, it's it's and, the letter uh, G. I know that. I know that. I know that niche is like really unique, but so is fantasy football podcast intros. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> James James McAvoy is actually my pseudonym. <laughs> hey JM, it fits, man. Exactly. One hundred. Uh, all right. Put your gosh darn drinks up, fools. Um, it's empty, but this has been a blast. Uh, cheers to you if you're listening, if you're watching. Cheers to the people hanging out with us. I appreciate you. I appreciate all of you. We appreciate everyone breathing on this planet and other planets and galaxies. We know you're out there. Come on. Speak He's to us. Uh, Give us a sign. Give us a sign. Let us know uh, how you feel about Michael Hardman. <laughs> fuck. All right. Until then, <laughs> next week, we will see y'all later. Uh, or Damien Williams. <laughs> Stop Love you all. Ding, ding.